Uh, so yeah, you're discussing this, recapping from actually with your background of hags. Go ahead and roll a uh, history check with advantage, um, Angela. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> where's my history? Oh, where's my fucking character sheet? Keep forgetting I haven't imported it into all twenty. I really need to Sorry, do that. It's only been a couple years. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was unfair. It's only been about a year on Roll20. Three is a plus two. With advantage? Yep. Cool. Let me get my dice out. Right, five years later. Um, <laughs> oh, I shit you not. I got a nat 20 and a 17. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> thinking back to your time when you were captured with these hags, I, I suppose in the forests near... Um, it was a singular hag. One hag. Yes. One hag. Um, <laughs> you known from her dealings with uh, people that have come to her for guidance or whatever uh, questions they wanted answers that they always demand some sort of payment in return. Depending on what questions you're going to ask, the payment—it's been things as as mundane as uh, you know, just a story, to things as um, valuable as someone's like firstborn child. So you have no way of knowing what the price will be, but you figured you might mm-hmm. want to have your questions prepared for when you meet them, so you don't stumble upon your words because. Okay. It's one answer per question, and that's all you get. And this isn't a twenty gold type of deal. It's a, you know, it could be money. Make you're not, you're not sure what they're gonna want. Be their slave for twenty years type of deal. Could be rough. <laughs> um, I want to know the instructions for getting this soul out of out of this order. Okay. Tommy's soul out of this order. It's pretty straightforward. That one works. Apparently there's something else in there, so. I gotta be specific. Is there anything else that you may want to know? Get a leg up um, on your enemies? Esther wants to know who is turning her pack into like these crazy wolves. Well that like, that I think was pack. revealed last time where they are they were turned by the vampire Moira. Um, and then they okay. kept spreading it amongst the pack, but you killed Moira. How? Oh. You killed Moira in the but shadow still... um, when that shadow beast was attacking Shibi, and yeah. you went into that house, and there was a vampire. That oh, was the vampire. Oh, okay. And you found the body of that one guy who was being experimented on, but by that time, yeah, the, it had yeah, already yeah. been let loose. So I'll give you oh. that as a freebie. I guess, is there like a cure for this? Uh, disease. From what you've seen battling them, they appear to be completely undead. And even if they were brought back in their current state, they lost the ability to shapeshift. So you assume death is probably a release, less of a punishment. You don't know. I mean, you could ask. Okay. There may be a way. Gotcha. Gotcha. Probably want to ask about the fourth piece of the sword. It's mm-hmm. a sword, right? It's a sword. Fourth piece of the sword. Yeah, you currently we have, have three uh, pieces. You have three pieces. Mm-hmm. You have a so what you've put together 
is a dagger with a long handle that fits inside of a blade with with a hilt and then a gem that fits on the end of it. Now, in the center of the big circle blade uh, of the blade is a circular piece that's missing that apparently holds it all together. All right. And just those two things. Just two? Seems easy enough. All right. So with that, you take the portal to Suzale, and you see that they're still arming themselves. They have ballistae on the walls. They have catapults loaded up. They've uh, limited the people in and out of the kingdom with the uh, drawbridge, which is always up, has to be lowered at certain times. Uh, Quark has not been seen to the public recently. He's been sequestered inside the castle. Uh, looks like they're preparing for war. Um, so... Is there anything in Suzale that you'd like to do before you head off to the... I'm just buying Kimber's... Or, uh, Fernando some time right now. Mm. Oh, um... Would there be somebody in the town? Is there... There's a mage guild in Suzale, right? Uh, no, the, the mage guild's in Hillsfar. They do right. have a high-level um, mage, but they don't really have a set guild like they do in Hillsfar. Okay. Maybe who could take a look at the soul stone? ring that I have, because I know it's broken. Mm -hmm. But maybe just in case we need it to okay. transfer Tommy out of the sword. Uh, so, if I can go get that looked at from, uh, by someone. Glinda would be the best one to do that. Skyderstar and Hillstar in Hills. I forgot her name was Glinda. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great. And that, that tavern, or the tavern in there is also, they have the red, or the ruby slippers tavern. It's so it's so punny. <laughs> Um, so you yeah, drop uh, off the uh, the ring, and uh, uh, Scatterstar says, "Well, it looks exceptionally damaged. Normally, when when the ring itself is damaged, the enchantment's lost. But I can see what I can do." I would very much appreciate that. All right, let me write that in my notes. Okay. It's empty, right? It's broken and empty, right? It is broken and empty. Just like me. <laughs> 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 All right, Dungeons and Dragons and Depression. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, this... What are you doing over there? Not right now. Look, Chris. <laughs> yep. I can increase my bow to a plus two without replacing. Hello. Hi. Hey, what's up? Uh. I'd have to look at your trophy list, but I think so. Okay. Why? What's Army up? paying somebody to do it. Um, I just don't want to get a new bow. Like, she'll stick with a plus one forever. Okay. Uh, you would have to be there, like, during, during downtime to, to make that happen? That's fine. All right, cool. So, hello, Fernando. How are you? I'm doing good. How is everyone else? Doing okay. Uh, Fern, uh, there it is. And then, um, Fernando, can you do me a favor and, uh, your token, I'm gonna go back to the token page, can you give yourself your hit points and your AC? I need to know those things. Yes. Let's Do you want to try this on, or are you... Not right now. Trust? 
Oh, no. Don't okay. take them off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. <sighs> grapes. Cats don't like grapes. Grapes? Nazi's very interested <gasps> in it. you. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. You're going to ruin everything for me. Uh, uh, hey, Good boy. Chris. Yeah. I'm only seeing... So when I click on my uh, token yeah. and hit the settings button, I'm only seeing the red... No, so what you gotta do is you gotta alt double click on Fernando. Ah, oh, oh, in his big. Yeah, and then just okay. put in his max HP and armor class, and the rest doesn't matter. Okay. And while you're doing that, I'll populate the. Uh, 71's your max? Yes. And what's your uh, AC? 16. It should be, I think I put it in there. Yeah, you did. I don't know why I didn't know. C, edit, and save. We did it. All right. So uh, we're currently in Suzale, Fernando. Uh, and okay. you're, you're uh, from this area. So you see, uh, you, you've met some of the people in Chalice and Chains, but uh, you've been staying in Suzale after meeting them because you haven't really like gotten to know everyone, and not everyone has met you yet. So Correct. seeing these uh, characters emerge from the portal into the city, uh, you see some, I hope, some familiar faces. Have you adventured with any of these people before? Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Esso was there on the last one. I think that's it. All right, so as you're walking by uh, Esso, you hear this like yeah. rhythmic... Uh, music being played outside of a tavern. You see some people gathered looking at this half-orc who's banging away on this drum uh, and sees you and kind of waves it towards you. The rest of you have not seen this person before. Oh shit! Guys, it's Fernando! Yeah, when he when when <laughs> he spots Esso when he spots Esso, uh, he's so like he's playing uh, like he's playing the song on his drum and he like flips one of the drumsticks up uh, instead of like waving to Esso. Who the hell's Fernando? That was cool. <laughs> oh, Fernando's Fernando's my new bud. I've only met him once. Um, he's a cool guy though. Uh, Does he also think I'm his father? <laughs> no, I don't right, think then. so. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's go. <laughs> Um, how about each person just introduce themselves to Fernando, who haven't met him, if you care, or just be like, Hi, Seb, I'm, I'm Figs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, Fernando ends the song and, like, walks over to the group, and he greets us, so it's like, oh, hello. Uh, it's good to see you again. Good, good to see you well. Good to see you too, bud. <laughs> <laughs> This is the rest of uh, my part. I think you've met some of the other ones. I know you've uh, met Kahira, but... Uh, uh, yes, I, I remember. Uh, very enthusiastic, that one. Uh, she seems to be uh, quite the lover of the arts, if I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Jack has the perfect, like, not happy dad look. Nope. <laughs> it's so great. 
<laughs> Esther is like sniffing around him. Like she's just like, okay, just checking out that he's <laughs> not evil. Uh, he he sort of like looks down uh, at uh, at Esther and is like, oh, uh, he- hello. Uh, I I haven't met you before. Uh, my name is uh, my name is Fernando. Uh, so would you like to introduce me to the rest of your friends? Oh sure. Um, that was Esther. She was raised by wolves. She uh she sends people. She- <laughs> I see. <laughs> that might make a little more sense. Um, that's Figs over there. Um, the quiet one in the back is Aryan, and then <laughs> this is Dana. <laughs> hey, I'm oh, Dana's kidding. adopted mom. <laughs> oh, really? Ah, oh, I see. Uh, I. Uh, yeah, I've heard you... stories. Oh. I see. Oh. Uh, well, uh, I Kahira didn't mention um, parents. I just assumed. It's uh, a change. You're all yeah, well, her father's kind of a, a, a negligent lout, really. I see. That's um, that's unfortunate. He, uh, he's but... he's an absentee father figure. He's I, um... really unfortunate. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of like that to see if he's talking I about me. To the back with Aryan <laughs> and just like get some jerky out and hand her some jerky. And be like, oh god. <laughs> Uh, so I sent you something in the chat. And, uh, Arian, you should be great because I am throwing shades. So you should be fine now. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you have no idea that. Nope, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. My father must be a wanker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I step up to Data, like, and just kind of, like, tug her down and be like, don't uh, Fernando kind of saved Kira's life, too. So, uh, I'm I want to be a little nice. That's the only okay. reason he's still standing. <laughs> for, for She's like, like, gonna whisper, 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 asshole. I'm being moderate. <laughs> You're being me. Fernando is kind of like unsure of himself. Like he's like, uh, right. Um, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that uh, one of Kahira's parents uh, is was uh, absent in her life um, but you, you, seem, like you seem like you care him. about her a lot uh, I think that that's good great so um, are you busy <laughs> today? no <laughs> anything uh, going I, on? <laughs> uh, no actually um, could you use some XP? <laughs> <laughs> so um we're actually gonna i don't know if you've heard of the three hags who live in the forest i don't know if it's a specific forest i can't remember the name of it um, uh would i have heard about that Chris? go ahead and roll a history check with advantage because you sing about okay. this kind of shit yeah um I forgot your uh it's the hermit hermit woods i haven't okay uh <laughs> my history's a plus five uh, that's a 14, Chris. So you've heard that the Hermit Woods are haunted, uh, and you have heard of Covens of Witches, but this is the first you've heard of a Coven of Witches in that particular location. Oh, okay. Um, no, in, in my travels I haven't heard of, uh, a Coven of Witches in this area. Um, I'm assuming they're causing problems if you're concerned about it? Actually not. We kind of need their help. See, okay, oh, well, it's kind of they, a long story, but my oh, boyfriend. 
stuck in Figs's sword, and we need to get him out, and also just maybe get the sword away from Figs. Um, but right. yeah, and the Hags might be able to help us, and hopefully help us find the fourth part of the sword of Cormier that we've been looking for. Yes, absolutely. It's a, um, a different sword in this one. Different sword. Right. My yes. boyfriend's not in that sword. Yes, we we different you sword. remember the la- when we first met, we found the third piece of the sword. He did. That was a fun time. That, we that almost was died. Very fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm still, I, I still think about that poor woman trapped in the house for so long. She almost <laughs> killed us. I don't feel sorry for her. <laughs> she was kind of a bitch. Made you eat yeah. food you didn't want to. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Last time we went out, this, uh, yes. But this uh, tell me, this this coven of witches—do they? Uh, I mean, are they particularly knowledgeable? Or uh... we're hoping so. <laughs> I know one thing: they're very good at making shrubbery look like themselves. Right. What? They they make they grew some shrubbery in the shape of a person pointing. Oh. And, um, oh, oh! They grew it that way. They didn't simply trim the hedges. Well, I mean, I guess if you, it, it could be. It's a little less amazing that way. You don't know whether it was an addict- <laughs> additive or subtractive sculpture, but it was pretty. Good. <laughs> I see. Well, I, I was never involved much in the gardening, so I, I would not. No, you were gardening. Particular <laughs> I'm so sorry for him. Don't even, you don't even have to respond. Oh, right. All right. Well, uh, you know, if, if he's, which is, damn it, uh, Zach, that was fantastic. All right. I'll give you one, one punspiration, because that was the definition of a oh, no. Chris, was... don't encourage me. <laughs> I enjoy that it. an inspiration. You have one. <laughs> but expect no more mercy. <laughs> so, um, you guys are walking towards the gates of Cormier, um, or of Suzale. You show your insignia of chalice and chains. Uh, the guards look to each other and lower the drawbridge for you. And as soon as you pass through... Oh, by the way, because I don't want to worry about this anymore, I'm just going to assume you guys have horses. You're right. You've dealt, you've yeah. bought so many horses, and they can go through the portal too. So yes, <laughs> you all have gosh darn horses unless you want to summon an, an iguana or something to ride. I don't know. So yeah. Oh! Know. Don't give me ideas. <laughs> I want an iguana. I said, that's not going to be I want an iguana. <laughs> Only I would like you're... a large iguana. <laughs> that's what I have now. This is completely your fault. <laughs> Listen, so, I, it's like a dire shooter dragon. I would dragon. have an iguana to ride if I could have like a velociraptor. Oh, jeez. Let's not go. <laughs> so you leave Suzale on your horses. Pathfinder. And... <laughs> I have a llama. Go play Pathfinder. And there's dinosaurs. There are dinosaurs in D&D too, but we're going to say there's not. There's dinosaurs in Eberron. Yeah, we're cl- and then the gates close behind you. <laughs> and on the front of the drawbridge, it says, no lizards allowed, only horses. And you... Oh, no. <laughs> and... Like, like Lollipop would have something to say about this. So anyway, you travel... No, we can leave him behind. Nah, Lollipop nope. has to stay. <laughs> nope. Only no horses. Only horses. Oh, boy. So, riding your horses, you get <laughs> up into the plains uh, of Cormier. So, let me bring this off of here. Yeah, you are currently traveling. Uh, for, I lost my spot. This map is so intense. Where are we at? 
feel like this would be the time that Dana would ride up on Fernando and attempt to get to know your speech. The, the come to Morden speech. The come to Morden <laughs> speech. Uh, so you're not going too far. You're going from Suzale right here and traveling um, uh, from Suzale down the Dragon's Eye Way all the way to uh, Moon Ever or that general area. So okay. it's about 50 miles, which you can do in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your traveling arrangements for um, for Aryan's sake? Oh, like what time of day? Yeah, I'll let you decide how you want to do that. So you're leaving, you're leaving Suzale at one time. You'll hit midday about here, and then when you arrive there, it'll be the next. Like the, the if you leave in the morning, you'll arrive here yeah. at night. Yeah. Why don't we just do that thing? Yeah. I mean, not that Fernando knows anything about Arden's condition, but like, I think it makes sense for us to leave. So we're going to the Hag's so Covenant night. Sounds great. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> Ooh, I walked right into that one. <laughs> so as you're traveling, uh, before you get to uh, Marsember, uh, you see these shapes uh, come down in, like a flock from the the uh, the sun and the horizon. You, as your silhouette comes closer, you see that they're not birds at all, but they seem to have like bestial legs that are suspended by these huge flapping wings. And as they come closer, you see the hideous uh, visage of manticores. And uh, uh, what I'm calling a murder of manticores, eight manticores <laughs> swoop down and come into attack, looking for prey. And their favorite thing to eat is horses. They're allergic to iguanas, but they are not strong. So, um, okay, let's go. So with this, guys, right. uh, I, I've done this on purpose because I wanted to practice uh, mob rules because we have big battles mm. coming up in Cormier. So uh, rather than rolling initiative 100 times, I'm uh, using this um, type of thing. But I, I made a little thing to hopefully, you know, as I'm learning it, make it a little uh, simpler as well. So where did my where did my song go? I had a cool song. Here it is. All right, so here we go. Here is our mob battle. <laughs> Are you guys ready? <laughs> oh, goodness. So the way this works, okay, is there's no movement. You all just sort of take a turn, and uh, uh-huh. it's run as a giant swarm, okay? I wrote out some rules <laughs> just to make this clear. It'll go a little slow <laughs> right now. This is like what we did in Frostmate. It right? is, but but uh, okay. uh, Kaying wasn't I there. I know Kaying. And yeah. I probably did some stuff wrong. So I, I, I answered some questions that we had last time. So for instance, where's Bard rule? Uh, mob rules, there we go. Uh, here's how these specific things are going to be in play. Uh, okay. Evasion. If you're attacked by a creature with multi-attack, then the most damaging attack it does, that's the one that's halved. Okay. Uh, okay. If you use Divine Smite or Sneak Attack, then the damage is capped at the max hit point of one monster. Normally with an attack, in, when you're attacking a swarm, cleaves into the next one and so on and so forth. But because Sneak Attack and Divine Smite are like single target things, um, then they will not. Uh, status Effect. The mob is immune to a, uh, other status effects that would not target every monster of the mob. So if you put one to sleep, it's not going to work. You have to put the whole thing to sleep or none of it. Uh, mm-hmm. That is limiting. Uh, my big detriment is I cannot critical hit. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, bonus uh, uh, hex marks and, and uh, hunters marks and hex. Bonus action must be used each turn to maintain it. If you decide to use that. Um, and then finally, spells. The spell damage is capped at the maximum number of targets, of which I have a table. 
that's a lot of confusing stuff, but really this makes things go quite a decent amount faster uh, for these kind okay. of mob battles. So the way this works is I'm going to put everybody in a turn order. Oh, why can't I? I do it one at a time? That's silly business. Add turn. All right, I'm adding you in here, and you guys are going to roll initiative like normal. Okay. And my manticore is just the murder of manticores. It's one thing. 19! All right, uh, just need SOs and we're good. I'm working on it. You good. Hold your horse uh, see these little colored dots at the top of it, oh, and then the one, the one bomb. Mm -hmm. That is the number of manticores there are. Okay, I got a nat twenty. Hey, <laughs> nice. All right, here we go. Descending S. Uh, oh, Fernando got a twenty-three. Oh, but you got a nat twenty. You said right, S. Yeah. So I'm making that two hundred and one. Two hundred and one. And you get to go first. Damn, Shit. I thought my manticores okay. were doing well. <laughs> I was. In I rolled a nineteen. Um, so. Well, we're just, we're going to do, we're going to do the thing. We're going to do a fifth level fireball. All right, cool. I don't know how this. So this is how it works. You tell me the radius. 20 feet. All right. So, 20 foot radius. Uh, a number of targets is radius divided by five. So you can hit four of the manticores with this. Okay. So basically you roll the damage. I roll four saving throws and take the damage like that. Okay. So you just tell me the full That's... damage. And your DC. That's all right. So it's going to be ten D six. I think my DC is seventeen. Okay. DC. Is... Yeah, DC seventeen. All right, the DC is seventeen, and it's a it's a deck save, right? It is a deck save. All right, so I'd have to roll fourteen or higher to hit. That means one out of the four succeeds. Two, four, six, eight. Hold on, I'm getting all my dice out. Sure. All right. Um. All right. Um. I'm gonna empower to reroll three die. Okay. Okay. All right. Math time. Hold on. Ten. Twenty. Thirty. That's gonna be. 46 points of damage. All right, so 46 uh, times 2, and then half of that is 23. So you do a total of 115 oh, damage to the group. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because two of them take the full amount. Uh, and gotcha. then that mm. was 115. That kills... That straight up kills one and seriously injures the other one. Alrighty then. So one of them is shot out of the sky before it can even <laughs> land. Jesus. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Fernando, you are next. Uh, Fernando would like to cast Shatter, just like in the middle of a group of them. Yep. And so, um, same thing, you just tell me the radius. Yeah, it's a 10 foot radius sphere. Okay, so with a uh, 10 foot sphere or circle, it's 10 divided by five, so that's gonna be, you hit two of the manticores with it. Okay, uh, so they have to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, right. uh, you can go I'm ahead and roll take... the damage. 
Yeah. Oh, that was a good roll. <laughs> two eights and a six. Nice. Okay, two eights and a six. All right, so... so uh, level are, are you casting it at... I'm just casting level? it at... No, I'm casting it at second level. Oh, okay. It's a second level spell, and I'm just... What's your DC? Uh, the DC is... Uh, 14. 14? All right, so I'd have to roll an 11 or higher to pass it. That means one of them succeeds, one of them does not. Okay, so, so the full damage is 24 and half. Okay. If they if they succeeded, they take half. Uh, so a total of 36 damage. Uh, that is yes. enough to kill one of them. So the one okay. that was injured, uh, leaving... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so another one has died. I'll get rid of the yellow... Cool. All right, that's your turn. Now we go to Esther. Okay. Uh, so, how does sneak attack work again? Uh, so basically, I'm assuming that Diggs, oh, Diggs, Figs, and Dana are like having their weapons out and attacking. And uh, so mm, they're still coming in from the sky. You won't be able to get sneak attack on one this time. But once Figs and Dana are attacking, then you will be able to do sneak attack. Right now, they're still like coming down from the air. You okay. can shoot them like normal, or you can cast spells against them. Yeah, I'll shoot them like normal with my longbow. Okay. Plus one. I probably should put a little winning symbol on them to show they're in the air. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, attack is 15. 15 hits. And then damage is... Uh, 14. All right. So you hit the one, uh, you hit one in the, in the, what was this? I'm sorry, an arrow? Yeah. All right. It pierces through the, uh, the wing of the beast as it continues to come down towards the surface. 25. And then, uh, Aryan, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to step back from the group. Yep. Uh, cast darkness. Okay. On the creature and itself? On me. On yourself. All right. Got it. <clears throat> and then um, take a negative five and shoot at them. All right, so you're covered in darkness. They can't see you. Go ahead and do your thing. Okay. Um, that is going to be... Lindsay, actually, before you do that... Was that at me? Before you do that, come here and identify I can't the, hear. Uh, the three things that need to... Bonando, can you mute yourself for a second? I can't hear what Ryan's saying. <laughs> I couldn't tell if somebody was talking to me or what... Um, so that's going to be, um, a 16. 16 does hit. Okay. Um, that's, uh, 24. All right. Uh, you, as soon as, uh, Esther's arrow goes through one of the wings, you shoot and it hits it right, uh, in, in the, in the chest of one of them as it comes down. It, it's still alive, but it, it's looking pretty rough. All right, and now we go on to uh, the manticores. Now, uh, the way this works is I need to s spend a certain number of these manticores to hit anyone at least once. Um, they can shoot uh, tail spikes or they can attack with their claws. Um, I'm going to say that this giant globe of darkness has directed their attention, so they're going to attack that. What's the radius on it? 15 feet. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'll have to do, let's see, your AC, oops, I accidentally clicked a roll thing. Your AC is what? Six, or 17, 18. Okay, 
So uh, their attack with their thingy, with their sales like plus five, so they roll 13 or higher. It would take three of them to hit. I'll say it has to take four of them to hit. Uh, Wouldn't it be a disadvantage? That's why I'm, taking, I'm saying it has to be four. There's no disadvantage rolls in this. I just gotcha. have to go up to the next step up. So four of them begin hailing down these tail spikes at you. Um, most of them hit around the circle, but one of them does pierce through the darkness and hit you right in the shoulder. So you take, if you're not evading, you take a total of 20 damage. If you are evading, it's going to be reduced to 16. Wait. Oh, because it's a dex save? There's no dex save. Is it evasion or uncanny dodge? Whatever that one is. It's Dodge. Evasion is a dex save. Yeah, these are all just regular attacks. Okay, yeah, all uncanny dodges. So what was that? 16. Jesus. All right, okay. and uh, with that, I have four... Uh, no, I have three left. These three are going to go at figs. Let's see, that's going to be 14. Nope. Uh, what? What? I have disadvantage because of Dana, right? Yep. Uh, let's see here. 14 misses, so... No, that's not... That's not uh, that's not what I was saying. There's no attack roll. Uh, your armor class is 19, so I have to roll a 14 to hit you is what it is because they have a plus 5 to hit. So it takes three of them to hit once, but I'm going to say because of the disadvantage, Dana will block that last one. So that is going to be a full-on miss. Um, that takes your reaction, right, Dana? does indeed. All right, cool. Did you say 16, Chris? I'm sorry. Say that again? 16. Yeah, 16 is the reduced amount. Okay. Me. All right, and then uh, Dana, you are next. It has landed to attack Figs, okay. so you guys can attack. It's on the ground. It can be attacked normally. Okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and channel Divinity. I'm going to assume uh, Manticores, from what we know of them, they are monstrosities, correct? Uh, they are. Okay, cool. So channel Divinity, target monstrosities, gives me additional 1d8 against them, so I'm going to go ahead and roll with the hammer. Okay. And we will see what we can do. All right, two shots with a hammer, a 24 and a 23 to hit. Both hit. Do one at a time, please. Okay. So uh, Channel Divinity is going to add on a 5. So that is going to be a 13 plus. We're going to go ahead and we're going to put a smite on this one as well. Okay. See what this gives us. And... All right, so that is 15, 16. All right, so first one is 24 damage on the first hit. 24 to hit and 24 damage. That's perfect. So with that, uh, the one that was weakened, the one that had the arrow sticking out of it, you actually used the, the hammer to hit the arrow deeper into its chest, and that that uh, manticore falls down dead. Uh, now you have your second one, and it hits, so you can roll the damage on that one. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do a smite on that one as well. So that's going to be a base of 13. 30, 30, Just making sure I've got damage tabulated correctly for this. And one more. We're looking at 34. And all right, 39 damage total for that hit. 39 damage total for that hit. Got it. All right, let me write yep. that down, and let me adjust its um, thingamadoodle here. Okay. So it's going to be... Yeah, that's two third-level smites and two divine... Uh, no. All right, so that's 39. All right. Yep. So then let me put this... Let me do this again. 
and then I'll subtract. Doing so much math. Boom. All right, that's where it's at. Uh, and so two of the, there was six, there was eight total. One, two, three, four, five. There is five left. Okay. All right, very good. And one of them seriously injured. Uh, Figs, you're up. All right. Uh, I'm just going to punch a bunch. All right, that works. Uh, oh, all right. Uh, nah, that's a nat 20 for uh, 13 damage. Uh, okay, uh, let me let me just... I'll tell you when, when one of them dies so you can move on to the next one. Uh, but that one is still alive. Well, that's critical fail. All right, that's a miss. We're not going to worry about the table on these skirmishes. Oh, okay. Right, then. Uh, and then a bonus action. 11. All right, that's a miss as well. Uh, so we're back to you. All right. Um, I mean, we're not going to mess with what's good. We're just going to do another fireball. We're going to do a fourth level this time. So, uh, DC 17 deck save. Okay. Uh, you can hit four of them. Ooh, ooh, we're gonna re-roll some of these. Alright. Oh, shitty. 17. Alright, three fail, one hit, one succeeds. Okay. Uh, 10, 16, 20, 38. 38. 38 damage. Alright, so with that, it's gonna be 30. Uh, let me math this. All right, so it's 38, and three of them fail. And then one of them succeeds, so that's 19. Is that math? Wait, what? 19's half of 33? No, it's not. What's half of 33? 38, half of 38. 38, yeah. 38, half of that is 19. I was right, so it's... um, Du, 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 du. 38 plus 19 is 133. <laughs> Alright, uh, that kills two of them. Oof, that okay. kills two of them. Alright, I'm not going to worry about the top bar anymore on this because it, it's actually harder for me to do it that way. So there's three left, so really we could do this at... Nope, that's wrong. There. All right, three left. And with that, we go on to Fernando. Oh, you're muted. Oh, no, you're not. There you are. No. Uh, With three left, um, we are going to go ahead and cast fear. Um, And it's a 30-foot cone. So I don't know how many of them are. All right, uh, 30-foot cone, you said? Thirty-foot cone is going to be three of them, so you can hit all three. Okay, cool. They have to make a uh, wisdom save DC fourteen. DC fourteen, so they'd have to roll a thirteen or higher. That means all three, uh, th- all three of them fail. Okay, so uh, they have to take the dash action and move away from you. Uh, and. Da-da-da-da-da. 
once they're out of my line of sight, they can make another wisdom saving throw. Okay, so basically you see after this has been, what, 12 seconds, five of the manticores have been destroyed. They are full of fear and they want to fly away. Uh, They can't do that till their turn, though. So, Esther, you can take your turn. I'm going to attack with... uh, Do I get to sneak attack now? Yes, you do. Okay. Because they have landed. Uh, uh, Okay, yeah. Then I'll Eldritch Blast with sneak attack. And it's going to be 21 to hit. 21 Mm -hmm. does hit. Damage is um, 22 22 damage alright yeah that does seriously injure uh, one more but he's still alive none have died yet Aryan's next uh, just a second I have my second beam oh sorry this is a, I thought that was your arrows got it yeah sorry Eldritch Blast and the second beam is 24 to hit that does hit damage is 8 Eight more damage. Boom. Got it. All right. Still injured, not dead, though. Uh, anything else? Uh, that's it. All right, Arian, you are up. You can use sneak attack on them if you want. I do. And I'm also going to take the negative five again. Sure. Um, okay, that's going to be 23 to hit. 23 yeah. hits? Yeah. Um... Forty-two. Forty-two. All right, that's just enough to kill uh, one. So another one falls to the ground as they're trying to take off. Uh, the two. Or, anything else, Arian? Uh, no. The two remaining ones fly away. Uh, Figs and Dana, you each get one opportunity attack. All right. Nope. All right. Fifteen. Fifteen. It does hit. Ten damage. Ten damage. All right. So you you smack one on the back paw as it takes flight, uh, and these two uh, manticores uh, fly away, uh, scared for their life of Fernando's ferociousness. Good job, guys. All right. So that that is a very different combat, you know, but it does make these large group ones a little easier. I'm still learning the idea behind it. That's basically how it works. Is it starting to make a little more sense? Yeah. 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 So it pops out of a bubble of darkness and has a giant stinger stuck in her shoulder. Arian, c- come here. Hun- uh, come here. <laughs> I got this. I got this. How much are you down? You're down 16? Yeah. All right. Consider yourself fully healed to give you. Uh, thanks, Dino. Yeah, of course. Of course. So as that dark bubble dissipates, you see more and more of these like three inch long spikes just sticking out of the ground all around you. Uh, you're like, oh, I was really lucky. I only got hit by one. Um, <laughs> but still, Dana, you did see this dark magic being cast by Aryan again. I'm going to turn on my light. Speaking of, I can't see shit. <laughs> yeah, you were. You were uh, there was you're hitting yourself. Yeah. Aryan, your spell went into Chris's room. Yeah. <laughs> He's affected power. God. okay i'm back all righty so the manticores fly away and at this point where was my here we go 
uh, you uh, travel uh, the rest of the way to the Hermit Woods. Are you going to stop along the way? Or are you going to go right into the woods? You know Moon Ever is where you were before, but didn't leave the best impression with you. They don't like witches in there, so we should it's probably a racist town. And they think that everybody's a witch, if you know a little bit of magic. I know a lot of bit of magic, so let's <laughs> not. <Yeah. laughs> don't go there, I agree. <laughs> All right. No, no. I don't think it would be good to stop there, no. All righty. So, um, partaking of a, a couple rations on the road, you, you continue the rest of the way and make it into the hermit, hermit woods as, as uh, the sun begins to set. As soon as you step foot into the forest, it seems like everything just sort of darkens around you. Uh, if you don't have a light source and you're human, and if you're figs, you can't see right now. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, if you're figs, <laughs> fucked. <laughs> oh, it's fine here. I can see. Oh, it's a branch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Kimmer would have given Tiggs the orb of uh. Nope. Kimmer didn't even say goodbye. <laughs> Maybe everyone should have come to help his family then. Did you ever think about that? Oh, maybe some people weren't scheduled for that day. Yeah, maybe Figs wasn't scheduled that day. You guys all have a day job. If you all think that Figs wouldn't have beaten the fuck out of some purple worms, you got a goddamn mind. I wanted to be at that fight so bad. Purple worms, Beholder, I want those fights. No, what did I get? I got, I got a fucking... What did we even fight last week? We did. <laughs> Were werewolf vampires. Yeah, werewolf vampires. I had to chase a vampire around for two weeks. <laughs> Sounds like you need to talk to Cut and turn to death. So. It's fine. Whatever. As you travel uh, deeper into the Hermit okay. Woods, looking around, um, you see on the ground this uh, this the same sort of moss that you saw before. It has a red tinge to it, but it's actually pulsating. It's like glowing. It don't don't touch that. Actually, that's that didn't affect both it... so well last time. No, 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 no. <laughs> so. Yes, a little shite. But don't touch it. No, no. It's glowing. Dana, I want to touch it. Yeah, Bo <laughs> had some problems with that. Uh... So, so hold a hand. Hold a hand. And he's like Dana, like reach out her hand. Hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So let me just understand. You're not touching the glowing moss that says "Don't touch me." No. Okay. I understand. I would have wanted to touch it too. It's pretty cool. Um, so you start traveling through the woods. It's getting a little darker. I need um, a group survival check, please. Sure. Did anybody create light for me, or do I light up a torch? I, f I, I figured you're going to light up a torch. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that's a that's an eight for me. Okay. From me. Oh my fuck? god, you guys are lost as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Dana, seven. Figs, eight with a crit. Esther, yeah. eight. Arian had a 17. Okay. Uh, Fernando, what do you have? 12. That's a failure. Alright. Oh, Dana. No, you had a seven. Nope. Or no, wait. Hold on. Sorry. No, yeah, I will stop, sorry. All right. Uh, so eventually, as you're in these woods, they seem to stretch on for miles, and you look back, and you can't even see the path where you came from, and you realize you are hopelessly lost. 
Um, I blame Fig's light source. Would have been fine without that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Human's got a shit end of the stick here. <laughs> Oh no, I'm pretty sure it was this way. Let's consult the, the moss. <laughs> <laughs> it only grows on the north side of trees. That's what I hear. What, uh, what so, oh, sorry, go ahead. You said Bo touched it? Oh yeah, Bo touched the moss and it didn't, didn't end so well for him. What happened? He got a little angry. Um, he's always a little angry. I'm a little and angry. I'm already there. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Make you more angry. <laughs> a tiny little ball of fury. Perhaps we should uh, work on figuring out where we are first. <laughs> but... So as you're discussing this amongst yourselves and shining your torchlight around uh, Figs, um, as you look back, Arian, when you look at Figs, he's holding up this torch, you see this, the scar on his neck that had faded away quite a bit in the past, you know, few months. It's actually emblazoned red, like it's actually like a fresh wound. Am I the only one that sees that? You notice it immediately right now. This is happening at this moment, so you don't know whether anyone else is looking or not, but what okay. do you do? Um, I ask if if you're okay, like, is your neck hurting? Any? Um, my neck? No, it's fine. Okay. It looks a little rough right now. Sorry about that again. Do I feel any different? Don't, you do not. Oh, I think I'm okay. It's fine. Everyone else, when you look at it, it appears don't, like don't it, stab me. It looks like the the light's sort of reflecting <laughs> off of his wound now that uh, or like scar. Um, now that Aryan sort of brought it up, but only to Aryan does it appear to be like a full-on bleeding wound at this moment. Cool. That doesn't make me feel guilty at all. What would you guys like to do? <laughs> so it's like actually like bleeding, like looks open and mm -hmm. gaping. So at oh. first you look and when he says, oh no, it's fine. You just see it's like his whole chest is covered in blood, but when you blink, it goes away. Uh, Fernando turns to Arian and is like, are you, are you seeing something besides the scar? Yeah, um, it looks like a, a fresh wound to me. Um, sorry, Fix, but your coat's covered in blood. What? No, it's not. It... <laughs> no, no. Uh, when you look back, uh, Arian, he's wound actually, uh, it looks like a scar again and it's perfectly clean. Okay. I'm good. It's probably just a trick of the light, you know, how shiny things throw off my eyesight. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't even see in the dark, that's all. Yeah. But I know we're on the right path. I'm pretty sure I've seen that rock six times. And uh, that's probably right. <laughs> all right. So let's try this again, guys. Let's go with that survival check, see if you can find a pathway. A group survival. <laughs> Better. Technically better. Okay. Figs <laughs> is a fifteen. Dana? Nine. Nine. Uh Esso. Oh, I got a nineteen. Okay. Esther's sixteen. 
got a 19 as well. All right, that'll do it. So uh, Fix is actually right. You do see a pathway with some footsteps. And as you follow them a little further into the woods, Fix, you come across that same um, sort of vine-encrusted shape of a woman pointing to the east. Um, And as you circle around again, you see that same... um, like hole in the other side of it is something came out of it and the other branch is coming around in the shape of a chair. So like there's a chair inside the form? No, so there's a there's a f- okay, so from from when you first look at it it looks like a silhouette of a woman Skylamouche Skylamouche pointing in that direction. Uh-huh. And um then when you go behind it the the illusion kind of dissipates a bit and you see that there's like a hole on the other side of it as if something had come out of it. And then, like and then uh, adjacent to that, the the vines continue into a chair. Okay. Did anybody sit in the chair? No one no. sat in the chair. No chair. The last time we were here. What was there? No chair. Last there, the there, chair. Was a chair. there was a chair. There was a chair. Yeah, it was there. Can I go sit in the chair? No, no. So, <laughs> so, no. That's why no one sat in a chair because we had. Uh, Mom and mom was fussing. Yeah. <laughs> I like lean over towards that, so it's like, I want to sit in the chair, too. Can we do it together? Let's go sit in the chair. When are you going to distract Dana? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible perception checks. Oh, yeah. Dana, is that Morrigan over there? Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> like race neck <laughs> All right, so who's... Who's sitting first? What am I saying right now? Who's... <laughs> Oh, I full on toddler <laughs> run in the middle of Walmart to that chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you you clamber up and you sit in this chair, and um, all of a sudden, uh, you little shite. <laughs> to to um, to Esso, uh, this is what you experience. You feel the chair give away beneath you, completely vanish. Oh, no. And uh, you realize you're a lot higher up than you thought as suddenly your body drops, and then you feel this tight pull against your neck as you realize the rope is digging in, and you start swinging side to side against the tree. Um, Everyone else, you notice that Esso's head is, or eyes have rolled back in her head, and it looks like uh, her throat is being crushed. Uh, okay. Sort out. Sort out. I cut her down. She's not up anywhere. She's sitting in a chair. To her, she's swinging in a tree. Oh, so she's she to us. She just looks like she's sitting in a chair. Yes. There's nothing like holding her to the chair. Yeah, Fernando. Like just when he sees like her eyes roll back and her throat start to crush, uh, he just like reaches out, grabs her, and like yanks her off. All right, go ahead and roll a strength check, Fernando. You can do it with advantage since I'm sure other people are coming to help. Uh, uh, Dana's helping you. Yeah. So you need to roll a wisdom save. Oh, okay. I you get a plus three under that as well uh, for being okay. Okay, cool. Uh, that's a, that's an eighteen. Okay, uh, that's a sixteen. Okay. Um, and what did you get, Fernando? Eighteen. Eighteen. So, um, Which you because I have literally zero. <laughs> you grab hold of her, and as soon as you do, vines from the chair wrap around her, trying to hold her tighter. And then uh, Dana comes over, grabs the vines, and tears them open as you yank Esso out from there. Uh, Yeso, uh, Yeso, Esso, Yeso, <laughs> you fall. <laughs> Yeso, Yeso, 
<laughs> you you uh, fly out of the chair and you hit the ground and you immediately grab at your neck to pull away the rope, but you don't. F- there's no rope there anymore. You take you do take three points of strangulation damage, but it would have been a much okay. worse if you weren't taken away from there. I um, just I look at Dana and I'm like, that's a bad chair, Dana. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Come, so come here, come here. And she's like, sit down and like wipe a little smudge of dirt off your face. She's like, here, here. and like she puts her hand on your shoulder and heals three of the hit points. Don't do that again. Never again. I can't make that promise, but thank you. <laughs> Fernando, thank Relief you. the chair as it is, we'll get rid of it. Him. No problem. Uh, <laughs> no, we should I probably think, at least, think, like... I don't think it's a very good idea to be uh, messing with the things we find in this book, perhaps. Right. Who's, so sitting, who's sitting in it next? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even make a chair if it's like that? But what's the point of putting it down? If you I don't want anybody like being choked. Oh, well, I mean, let's not yuck anybody's yum here, fix. So uh, I will tell you, uh, Esso, from your vision, you do realize you are seeing it from someone else's point of view. Oh. Huh. So okay. at that point, what would you like to do? Uh, I think we followed a point in the end, right? That makes sense. Yeah, continue on with the path, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think I'm just going to write, hold on, like, bad chair. Bad chair. chair. (laughs) (laughs) So you start walking into the forest, and you start to realize as you're walking more east, uh, the plant life around you is beginning to sort of die and wither, and what originally felt like, you know, uh, the, the sort of damp earthen soil beneath your feet through the forest, it starts to harden. And eventually just turn to like a, a dusty expanse as if there was a drought as you're walking deeper into the woods. Um, it starts to become um, harder to find the path as you go through it since there's no um, sort of depression in the, in the soil. Uh, so you're going to have to make one last group survival check. Uh, 16, 8, 25, 12, and 20. Aryan, what'd you get? 17. 17? All right. So uh, you do uh, uh, head towards, you see one dead tree sort of standing off to itself away from the other surviving ones. And as you get closer, the knots on the front of the tree, of the trunk, they eventually form what looks like a face. Is it a moving face? It doesn't appear to be, but you're a little too far away. Okay. Was this the direction that the uh, the plant lady was pointing us? Yes. <clears throat> so it's just a tree with a face in it? It's in the distance. You haven't really approached it closer to... You can either go and investigate it or bypass it. You know, um, I mean, I think we should investigate it as much as we did the other thing. Just don't, don't sit in anything. Oh, is this the tree? Perhaps it's a talking tree? Could be. Uh, yeah. 
just figs wouldn't really understand the concept but is this the similar to the tree that uh, esther found herself hanging in uh it doesn't uh, well uh, you didn't Esso. see that tree so uh, from esso's point of view though i'll tell you it looks Esso, a little too sorry, sm- it looks a little too small to be the tree that you were hanging from although in the panic it was hard to tell Mm. You weren't in the chair very long to actually get any more information. Mm. So as you approach the uh, the face, um, you hear uh, like a soft sort of wind sound emanating from what appears to be its mouth, um, but it's not moving at all. It's not like animated in any way. How how detailed is the face? Like, is this something that could be mistaken for just like a weird? the way the tree has naturally grown or does it like look like something that's carved into the tree so when you approach it straight on it looks Mm -hmm. identical to a a human face uh when you sort of veer off to either side a little bit the illusion dissipates and you realize it's just not working strange twigs growing out of it but it does seem like that wind is emanating from it so there's wind coming out from inside of a tree. Mm-hmm. Or this like slight whistling sound. Like a kettle that's almost going to boil. Mm-hmm. If you like. Hello, tree. Nothing changes. Oh. Bonjour, tree. <laughs> <laughs> Buongiorno. Maybe you should offer it your favorite ball bearing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see the favorite ball bearing. This is my favorite ball bearing. <laughs> uh, roll a perception check, Figs. Okay. Maybe you should try speaking for wrench. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> nope, it's just a tree. Okay. Um. Mm. Can mm. can I just? Go up and touch the tree and just kind of no, no, touch the tree. Pig's already touched the tree. I, I said hello. I didn't, well, I'll touch it. Sure. Oh. <laughs> All right. So as you prevent one of them from touching, the other one does touch. And as soon as your hand touches the tree, you realize that it's a tree. <laughs> I think it's just a tree, guys. But it is something tree? going. Um, can it's I like tree. talk to the like? I want to get. <laughs> I want to kneel down and look into the into the tree mouth. Yes, I want uh, you to do that. So go ahead and you kneel down. You look I wanna, through. I want to roll a uh, roll a, a uh, perception check again, but this time with advantage. God damn it. Okay, so looking inside, uh, the, you don't see anything. Even when your torch illuminates it, uh, you you don't see anything, but it looks like um, small puffs of air are coming out of its mouth and causing the flame of your um, torch to sort of flicker a little bit. But you don't see anything emanating from it. Mm. All right. Um, I want to walk down and kind of put my head where figs is i'm like what you looking at bud <laughs> and i touch the tree <laughs> do you see the tree is like talking it's like whistling it's like... i do it's it's making a lot of noises um and i just touch it and i try to send some of my magic in it and do like an arcana check okay <laughs> uh roll an arcana check 
Okay, yeah. Uh, how can I do this? Roll either Arcana or Perception, but get advantage from you and Fix both being down there. It'll okay, make sense um, if ooh, you succeed. Yeah. I'm definitely going to do Arcana. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Double 18s. Um, so that's a 24. Okay, so as you're looking at this... Um, you're not getting like any sort of um, you're not sensing any life out of the tree besides any residual plant life from this dying tree however seeing figs kneeling down in front of it staring at this thing's mouth you realize it's trying to whisper something to him but he's looking at it you need to listen figs not look <laughs> oh right <laughs> I'll turn my ear to it All right. so uh as you turn your ear towards it, you um, begin to hear it's not just puffs of air that you feel against your skin, this cold breeze coming out of it, but it, it seems to be for- forming some sort of words, but it's so faint. You might have to get just a little closer. I push his head just a little <laughs> Listen. Listen, Linda. I know I have a hard time with it sometimes. I'm trying. Ready to pull him away because <laughs> I already um, feel super guilty. I made a very small mistake. I'm going to retcon it. It's not a woman's face. It's a man's face. That really won't affect things too much, but I got the wrong person. So yeah, just so you know, if later on that doesn't make sense. So as you mm-hmm. put your ear to the man's face, you um, hear, <laughs> hear uh, this very faint whisper and all you can decipher is turn back. They can't be trusted. And they trapped me. Oh, okay. And now you need to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> That's the last thing they whisper to you. <laughs> if you're close enough to me, you get the plus you, three on it as well. What do you mean? Are you within 10 feet of the tree? I'm probably right behind in case something like happens. I'm going to try to pull I'll you say away. That so. that, I'll say that Dane is close enough because he was just, or she was just pulling Esso uh, back. Okay. And then 23. It's a full-time job. All right. Yeah. So um, as this... Uh, Magic sugar babies. As this whispers uh, through you, uh, originally you're, you're filled with sort of this dread of this... Uh, and you, but eventually you just shake it off. You face worse. He's seen some shit. He's seen things. He's seen some shit. shit. But yeah, they, they, the tree has warned you to not continue forward. Is this the voice of Morgan Freeman? God damn it. I can't. I, that, you still got the one spiration, not a two spiration. Gosh darn it. Uh, so, what would you guys like to do? Ignore the tree. Obviously, keep going. Seems safe. Let's go. Did, did Figs even like tell us what he heard from the tree? Not yet. He can if he wants to. He seemed a I little turned. Yeah. So, um,. The tree says he's stuck in there and that we should probably turn back and that they can't be trusted. But I think, A, we already knew they couldn't be trusted. B, we already knew we were heading into some shit. Uh, maybe we could try to figure out how to get this tree untreed. I've never untreed a tree before, but we could try. <laughs> um, Is that a holymorph spell? <laughs> God damn it, Jack! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! I got 
entry to my LARP group by subs- by submitting a list of 50 plant puns that I came oh, up with no. in the course of like an hour. Oh, so no. This is the wrong adventure are... for... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So what's the plan? Uh, keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I think we should probably keep going, but I'll, I'd like to oh. figure out Did about we... Did we warn Fernando about the price of the questions that you asked the hags? No, he's just happy to be along. <laughs> he, he was like, I'm going to do that real quick. Yeah, FYI. Yeah. Um, just, you know, Fernando, going forward, because you weren't there when I told the rest of the group, you need to be careful about the questions you ask the hags and the price that they're going to ask. It could be something as simple as, like, a particularly nice-looking rock. Or it could be your firstborn child. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave. Answer questions for a price. Or it could be an act of service. It could be you don't know until you ask the question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean back in to the tree. Okay. I'm going to try asking it and see if it will actually like answer me. Um, who, who are you and how do we get you out? So as you bring your head down again, it seems like whatever um, air was being pushed out of it has ceased, and now it's just a dead stump. Okay. And I'm... Oh, that's it? All right. He's, he's happy being a tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, that's not, a, that's not a bad way to go. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, uh, completely off game really quick. Hey, uh, Seb, can you do me a favor? Uh, yep. Go to your audio settings, yes. and then make sure the automatically adjust microphone volume is on, and then see if you can increase that level. For some reason, you're exceptionally quiet to me. Gotcha. Okay. But we can hear everyone else in the background very loud. Very loud. Yeah. I think they took the microphone and put it in another room. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm using the microphone like on my earbuds. Alright, yes, it was it was clicked off. That's weird. Yeah, keep that on, because I can't I couldn't okay. hear nothing. No. Now I can hear you better. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Okie dokie. So you follow the path deeper into the forest and eventually uh, that same sort of drought like decay of the plants has come full circle and you see a uh, almost like a sinkhole in the ground. Uh, and looking down you see what looks to be a fire being lit like a small campfire. Uh, and you see three shapes around it. How far away? Uh, they're about 60 to 100 feet away. Oof. I shrink back and I yeah. hide behind Dana. <laughs> do, you want to, uh, do you want to make our presence incredibly clearly known or do you want to go up all sneaky, well, shady luck? We're asking for their help. I don't think it'll serve us to be sneaky. I don't think it would be good to deceive them, right? Yeah. I agree. But we also don't know what we're going up against. I, well, um, Ferdinando turns to Essa and is like, were, were they friendly the last time you spoke to them? Um, I've never met these hags before, but mm-hmm. the last one trapped me in a forest in their hut for about 10 years, so I'm not, like, super psyched to go talk to them, but... We kind of have to. <laughs> we also don't know that these are the hags. I mean, these could just be three other things in this forest, too. Like, there's mm-hmm. clearly no shortage of things. Yeah. But I'm going to let you guys go first. <laughs> how how, how deep gonna... is this hole? 
Uh, it looks to, to be about a 10-foot depression at its deepest point. It's not like a pit. It's Okay. Oh, and this okay. is like 60 feet in front of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, Arian, if you want to scope it out first, like that's fine, but otherwise I'll lead us. But it's not going to be quiet. Right, so it's up to you guys to... Mm-hmm. Do you want to uh, get a bit of scouting and uh, report back and then we head in? I don't think scouting's going to make much of a difference in this case. Fair enough. Okay. A- anything that's in these woods, I think, Let's... will likely... Uh, Pose some kind Dana's of threat. loud and friendly. Let's send her in first. <laughs> Fair you enough. Is that what we're yeah. doing? I'm, right right. I'm going to button me my jacket up. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, as you're... Are you buttoning from the bottom up? Isn't it like a like a duster? <laughs> it, it, well, it's not like... I, I'm just... I'm covering my chest. I see. My chesticles aren't going to be bare anymore. I understand. All right, so <laughs> you... Uh, <laughs> are you really... You head forward with Data in front. <laughs> Let me just bring this up here. You might have to zoom out. Um, but you guys are all up here. So, Chris, does his scar just continue to stay a scar? Is it like it looks like It looks like it was before. It looks just like a scar. Okay. It looks like it's healed as much as it has in the eight or nine or more months. I don't know if, like, every once in a while I look over and it's just, like... No, that seemed to be a one-time not happy moment. Okay. So as you uh, uh, approach down, uh, heading down into this sort of gully here, uh, you see a a big black cauldron bubbling over the fire and three uh, individuals um, gathered around it. Um, There is a woman uh, over here who's uh, quite younger. and Oh, you can't see what I'm... Uh, she's quite younger. Uh, she sees you approach and sort of uh, gives you a wry smile. And then there's another woman. This is um, Pathfinder art, so she doesn't have a metal crown. She has a crown of brambles around her head. Uh, she looks to be a little older. And then to the south is a uh, much older woman uh, who is smiling at you. Uh, there is uh, one other thing. is She only has one eye. So. Okay. Does she have anything covering like the missing eye or Uh no, it's no. open and you can sort of see the the socket and as the sure. firelight goes against it you can sort of see a little uh, more than you yeah. wanted to. There is a, a a scarf around her neck as well. Okay. Uh gotcha. they see you approach and the old woman without even sort of looking up from whatever she's putting in the cauldron says, "It's okay. You can come closer." So, yeah, march forward. Mm-hmm. Sort of, like, making sure, that I guess, at this point, that the hammer is maybe, like, tucked into my belt, but not wielded. Okay. But just sort of where I could get to it if I needed to, but just keeping my hand open. So just sort of, like, raise my hand. Hello, aunties. We, we come uh, meaning no harm. Um, we do, however, come seeking information. Uh, so uh, the woman, uh, the elder woman to the side says, you can call me grandmother. I'm a little too old to be called auntie anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> grandmother, that certainly, if that's what you prefer, that certainly works. Although I don't imagine that form of address should work for the rest of you, I suppose. Uh, the other two women says, no, absolutely not. We're the aunties. Oh, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, my name is Dana Ironfoot. And uh, these are my companions. It's uh, Figs and Fernando. 
uh, Esther and uh, and Aryan. Um, yeah, so yeah, we've actually all of us have come here looking for information, and we were told that perhaps you were the ones who were knowledgeable enough to actually help us. So the woman with the uh, uh, crown of uh, bramble, she says, "You're gonna have to speak up or get a little closer." Grandmother doesn't hear as well as she used to. All right. Um, everyone, come a little closer. Maybe if we need to ask questions, it will be a little bit easier if we're all, you know, there together. Sure. Well, um, Fernando looks at uh, Dana and is like, uh, I can cast Prestidigitation to make your voice louder if you think it would be better to keep a distance. He keeps his voice kind of low. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I mean, it certainly gives... Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. So uh, the younger woman uh, to the side, she sees Fig start to approach and says, "Oh, I think that one might want to come a lot closer." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I can if it helps. Oh, it helps me. Oh, all right. Well, well I'll do anything I can help. <laughs> I'll kind of uh, come up a bit to, towards the uh, fire. Okay. Uh, the the uh, sort of um, slightly older, not the grandma, but the the, the, the sort of uh, middle-aged uh, woman with the brambles, she rolls her eyes at, at the younger one. Uh, but they continue to uh, add strange herbs or something to the, the pot, and as soon as they do, it just instantly sparks with some smoke seems like they're concocting something. Doesn't smell good. Tell you that right now. So what sort of stew is this? It's like um It's like a like some sort of like poultry or we're looking at uh, some sort of woodland beast. So all three begin to cackle in unison and just continue with what they're doing and ignoring your question. It's some sort of gumbo or jambalaya. <laughs> gumbo jambalaya. <laughs> <laughs> so the middle-aged so, one says state your business we have many things to worry about well, um, well I'm going to take the lead on this one if that's all right with you um, uh, since I was uh, coming here I've been uh, told that uh, you may know if you all are the people we're looking for that uh, you might know uh, something about getting a soul out of an object uh, with that, uh, the grandmother turns her head up and says, What object are you speaking of? It's a, yeah, it's a weapon. Um, and my friend's inside of it, trying to get him out. All right, so she uh, cuts you off as you're speaking. She says, I need to see the object or I won't be able to help you. And she, with that, she turns her head back to the cauldron. Okay, well, this is going quite swimmingly. I appreciate your help. I'll pull the sword out and kind of stick it into the ground. Uh, you see uh, the younger one um, sort of gasp as you draw this, um, but the grandmother just sort of reaches her hand out as if to take it from you and just sort of stands there with her hand out. Oh, so, yeah. sure. I'll uh, flip it around holding it by the blade and I'll kind of place the pommel down in her hand. Okay. She takes it from you and without looking, she immediately drops it into the cauldron. <gasps> oh, um, uh, is that gonna Varda or the the middle-aged woman besides? She immediately goes, Shh! and you see this sort of smoke rise and sort of 
engulf uh, the grandmother, Tara, and um, uh, she's breathing in the smoke. She seems to go into some sort of trance. Her eyes roll back in her head. And then uh, the younger one, John Dean, says, Don't worry, love. It, it shouldn't take too long. Tell them you wanted Tommy. Didn't you say yeah. there's something else? Yeah, so his name is Tommy. He's in there. I don't know. Is this to get him out or is this to see if he's in there or to ascertain the whereabouts? I don't want to interrupt. But, uh, <laughs> there's a lot going on and I, I want to make sure he's going to be safe. Also, we haven't worked out any sort of agreements. So uh, with that... Um... Tara, uh, immediately, her head slumps forward, and she takes a, a long, deep breath that sort of comes in as a, at a wheeze, reaches into the cauldron up to her elbow, and yanks out the sword, flings it towards you. It spins end under end and jabs into the ground, like, inches away from your feet. Um, was it done aggressively or awesomely? No, just, uh, well, I mean, it was pretty awesome, but she did it nonchalantly, like she wasn't even paying attention okay. to it. She wasn't attacking you. She was just giving it back. Mm. Oh, okay, well... Uh, I appreciate the the, the cleaning. <sighs> All right. So uh, with that, uh, the grandmother looks up. <laughs> it thinks its name's Tommy. That's adorable. Yeah. It, well, I mean, I think my name is Figs because people tell me it is. Um. Uh, she says, "Tell me exactly what you want of me for this. What do you want me to do uh, about well, this? Oh, if you can, give me." the ability or the knowledge of how to get him out of there he well i tell be you sort of a free spirit and he's not anymore <laughs> he's not a spirit either uh he says um or she said what she says Ghost, however you want to call if it, you're going she... to want any more information of how to get your friend out of that thing it's going to cost you okay all right is where we is where we make a deal. What what are you looking at getting? How can I? Uh, so how at that point, um, Tara begins to go through her herbs again and says, "Oh, what do you have to offer?" At that point, Jandine has sashayed her way over, puts her arms on your shoulders, and said, "Yes, what do you have to offer?" I have. Um, I mean, I imagine that you lot are not the type that are looking for gold, although I do have that. They all begin to cackle in unison again. Yeah, so I, I, I'm not much of a gold person either. I got these useless crowns. Um, <laughs> I'll have, uh, I've got a jug that makes different things. Beer or wine or mayonnaise. <laughs> I've got, uh, I can kick the shit out of someone you want the shit kicked out of. I can, I can do that pretty easily, handily. All right, uh, Varda, uh, as you say that, she says, Grandmother, what about the... And she's like, shh. Uh, I see that this means a great do deal to you. Well, there's different agreements we can come to. Uh, you can... Uh, I think we you can either perform a service for us or vanquish one of our enemies. And then with John Dean, she says, I hope it's a service. <laughs> What's the service? What are we looking at? Um, Tara uh, reaches down, pulls out a jar, and inside the jar you see this eye sort of floating 
in some sort of liquid. And as you stare at it longer, it shoots up and looks at you and starts darting around back and forth. We'd like you to wear this. Wear an eye. Well, you'll have to make room. Like, take my eye out and put that in? Uh, Jean-Dean, it's okay, it only hurts for a moment. No. Wait, is this grandmother's eye? You don't know. Is it the same color as her other eye? Uh, she's kind of uh, sort of in the smoke behind the pot. You haven't like looked okay, at that, so. that closely. All right. Mm. Oh. I'm a, I'm worried to ask because I'm sure there's some sort of reason why you won't tell me. But to what end would wear in this eye? So Tara says she starts to chuckle. She's like, wants to keep an eye on you, of course. <laughs> keep an eye on us. Uh, the other uh, women laugh at the joke. It's, 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 it's hilarious. It's real good. Um, <laughs> well. With that, uh, Jandine pulls out a dagger you didn't even know she was hiding on her sort of scantily clad uh, clothing, and she takes out a knife. She's like, I, I could do it very quickly. And uh, this yes, foe you're looking to vanquish, what, what, what's the other option here? I just want to weigh me options. You understand? Uh, with that, Jandine's let out a sigh and like puts the knife away. And she's like, "Well, there is there are many beasts in this force, and most of them we can bring under our power. But there's this one that's been giving the Coven trouble recently. It's a huge beast that leaves in the heart of the forest. And if you were able to bring us its heart, then that would be payment enough." Well, may I confer with my compatriots here? Oh, yes, take your time. You guys get back to boiling, you know? I'll I'll, I'll come back and... Jean-Dean walks away and says, we'll keep it at a simmer and gives you a playful bite as she moves away. All right. <laughs> That's good for reduction, so you, you want to get... You want to get it. <laughs> it's, it's good. Whatever they're making, it's probably going to be quite flavorful. Uh, <laughs> turn around <laughs> alright so they can either cut out my eye and put the eye in or we can beat up something um, I'm kind of leaning towards beating up something but uh, yeah I mean, let's probably, probably, great on the eye thing, like your own eyes aren't doing much for you right now you know if these, if these ladies are nice and evil what's the chance that we're going to go up against oh I don't know like a unicorn or something pure and good that we probably shouldn't kill oh. Hang on, or, that's a good... or if they're or if they're very powerful and it's a monster that they can't defeat, uh, right, right. Because that's safe for us. I mean, I'm sure. all for anything that doesn't require you losing an appendage or yeah. Know, or I do have one in. question. I have a question. Oi, oi, um, ladies, um, sorry, the <laughs> eye. Would I see through it too, or would it be just my one eye and then you'd have the other eye? Oh, it will give you. Uh, it's much more powerful than your current eye. You would definitely would have... I. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> so, like, at night time, I could see in the night, because I'm the only one that can't do that. Amongst other things, yes. Okay, well, still conferring, just wanted to get it, just wanted to get a heads up. <laughs> just be careful, once you're under their power, it's very hard to get out from under it. <laughs> right, so, 
we either beat up something that probably doesn't need to be beaten up, or get a magical eye upgrade. Um, I'd rather beat up something. Yeah. Did they mention which forest? Say that again. Did they mention which forest? It's this one. The Hermit Woods. What's her name? I mean... You know your pack is no longer here. Yeah. As long as it's not... Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, uh, Fernando turns to Figs and is like, I mean, it's it's your eyes, your choice, but I think if they're willing to give you more information about this beast they want us to kill, I think that would be wise. <sighs> Alright. Launcher back over. <laughs> <laughs> so this beast you want to get killed, and I'm gonna like, it's getting hot by the cauldron, so I'm gonna go ahead and start unbuttoning the jacket again. Okay. This beast <laughs> that's having a problem. You're having a problem with, um, what sort of thing are we looking at? Um, Varda says, we, we told you our price, you either fight the thing or you don't. Uh, Tara hey. says something to her, but as this happens, Jondine sort of whispers in your ears like, oh, it's, it's a large beast, it's very old, and it has a lot of mouths, and you kind of feel her tongue flick against your earlobe. I don't want to flirt with you anymore. Oh. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Uh, okay. <laughs> Got a lot of mammals. Okay. So, yeah. probably not, you know, a unicorn? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's ancient. It's like a force of nature. Do they, uh, did the mammals, do they talk? Do they, do they clamor at each other? I've never stayed close enough to it to see it. It honestly frightens me. Yeah, all right, well. Be safe as she rubs your chest. Uh, oh, I, instinctively, I flex. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> wow. it's, not, it's not a return flirt. It's just, it's just, just part of having it. the muscle. Can't help it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more of a flinch, but like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you, got, um, you got some warm ends there. Uh... <clears throat> Oh, anyway, I'm going to go back over there. I'm going to want a bowl of whatever this is. Smells great. Probably don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what do you tell the group? Just trying to keep up the pleasantries. (laughs) All right, so this thing, it's got a lot of mouths. I think that's about all I'm going to get. Like the manticores that we fought before, but... I don't think it's like the manticores. I still think it's brush. a better option than you said it's giving nice. them that power over you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can so. I? So when when Fig says that it's something ancient, can I roll like a history check or something, Chris? You can. To see if I've heard of any ancient sure. beasts. Um. Let's see. Uh, it's important to note that this species is ancient. This individual one may not be. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, I've rolled the nineteen, so I mean, could be any is there number anything of things. That I can think of? Uh, well, I'll give you this: one heart, lots of mouths. Uh, I mean, it... <laughs> a hydra or a manticore or yeah. The Fernando just starts like listing off things yeah. that he knows of. That They're not going to tell you straight up. Heads. 
all of these yeah. things sound really awful um but we can probably take it uh or or not but it's either i'm the only one in danger forever or we all are in danger right. yeah. well I'm you not may sure. not be the only one in danger <laughs> So uh, Varda says to you all, watch over your group with uh, not not that I'm not rooting for you and all, but is there any other business you might have? Because there's a chance you might die, and if we can earn something out of it, it would be great. Uh, oh, oh Fernando like nudges Esso a little bit. Like, di- didn't you want to ask about the the sword? Or oh, fuck it, yes. Um, I like peek behind Aryan. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Uh, <laughs> Do you know anything about the fourth piece of the sort of Cormier? And I explain the three that we already have and that we're looking for the last piece. Uh, she's like, she, she opens her hand again, expecting. No, expecting object. like a, uh, we don't have the, op- we don't have the object, right? Yeah, last. Huh? We have. We have- Oh. I thought you guys put all three pieces together. You tried, no, they yeah, didn't stick. Oh, okay. So, so then who, who has the third piece then? It's in the house. Ah. Uh, so she still holds her hands out. Give me what you have. Yeah. I mean, she gave the sword back, and I kind of push Aryan in the butt, like, go, give it to her. <laughs> yeah, but this is. You guys are going to have to get a little bit closer to hand it over. I'll do it. Well, I've got a good report. I'm not getting any closer to them. (laughs) Yeah, actually, no. I'm not going to leave that, so I'll toss it to Figs. Okay. (laughs) All right. There you go, Mimo. All right, so you toss toss him the knife. Uh, Jean-Dine says, I thought it would be longer. And then you pass it to Tara. And Tara takes it and immediately drops it into the cauldron. She's probably thinking of a short sword. <laughs> um, and she's like, you say you have another piece. Honest, do we? No. No, the last piece is at home. All right, one of you come here. And she moves okay. towards the front of the cauldron. I'll just keep right. it up. Dana will do it? Yes. No, I, oh, okay. Um, who was in the Tower of Ruin? Uh, I, I, was I was. Fernando and I were. Dana, were you? Fernando. Yeah, I was not there. <laughs> uh, I need someone who was. Ugh, I'll go. Uh, then, for, no, <laughs> Fernando is closest. He'll go. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she grabs uh, your head you have to drop to one knee as she brings her hands over she smells awful um, as her, her hands wrap around your head she closes her eyes and immediately just sort of this blackness covers your vision and you you see flashing before your eyes is going through retrieving that blade and she sees mm-hmm. that and the battle with the beholder going on and then it's sort of a blank as you realize you pass it to the rest of the group and then they went through the portal and brought it back. So yeah. she kind of pushes you away and says, that's, that's, that's not the whole story. Uh, my, my apologies. Um, and he turns and looks at Esso and he's like, I'm sorry, I, it, it has to be you. Oh, 
okay. Um, <laughs> and he moves like oh, right here. <laughs> yeah, I've walked with you the whole way. The only time Arian's ever going to get close to anything. <laughs> okay. So, uh, oh, I lost you, Arian. Where'd you go? I don't know. I'm either inside of things or inside of you're, you're under figs, yes. There you go. <laughs> I mean, Next. No, <laughs> Sorry, let me stop moving these tokens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, at that point, um, what was I even talking about? Oh, yeah, so Esso, uh, you move up to her. Uh, she she puts her hands against your head, and then you sort of feel like her fingernails go against your head, and then a slight pain, and then, again, that blackness go over you, and it flashes before you see the sword and inserting the dagger into it, and then it sort of flashes back through the beholder fight back further further to when you first entered uh, Cormir, and then... She removes her hands from her head. She says, oh, I've seen you've met one of our aunties before. I have. And she continues <laughs> to cackle and moves uh, back to the other side of the cauldron as she's laughing about some, some sort of inside joke to herself. And she says, I can help you, uh, but it will cost you. What do you want? What do you have to offer? <sighs> Life. Uh, is there another act of service that you want done? No, I feel like since you're going on such a dangerous mission, I'd prefer something more concrete, and you know, in case you don't make it back. That's understandable. Um, so I don't have the, a lot, I got this, but... and she jiggles the eye in the jar. Or it's like, <laughs> oh, if you have something that may be of use to us. I look at her, and I'm like, I've been under one of your service before, and I'm not going back. Um, so I offer her my staff of chaos. <laughs> okay, let me see. Chaos staff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I made that up. That's okay. Uh, you did so, make that up. That's right. <laughs> I was like, Why is it showing up? Um, so <laughs> she's like, this will be a good start. <laughs> um, well and then you see Dana take her horn from her side and she's like will this suffice for the other part she looks it over uh, and she she looks at the ornate like intricate uh, carvings around it and she kind of just like looks at it with disgust she says I suppose and she picks up the staff she's like like this and as she's looking at it she kind of tosses the horn over her shoulder into the pot um, and she's like <laughs> She, Dana. she takes it and sort of moves back. She's like, you're all fools. You have all the parts. What? What? Uh, the circle was inside of us all along. You have everything you need to put it back together. You just might want to uh, look through your... The real was the friends we made all the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, no, the key, the, the physical thing you need, you already obtained it. What what is the last piece? It's a brown disc. Obviously, I don't know what it's called. You have it. Does that sound like anything that you all have found on your adventures before? It could be from some another the other group, the other people's. But you die. Uh, you guys definitely have it. We already have it. Mm-hmm. Um, she can't even tell us what it's called. Mm-mm, she doesn't know what it's called. He's like, it's just a disc. It's like a 
plaque. It's a circle about three inches in diameter. Is it is it like a, a ring or is it a, a full, a like a filled in disc it's, or pendant? It's more of like a sigil, yes. Oh, is that the, um, that's not from the, uh, the Lordship, is it? That he gave us like the family seal? Might that have been it? Uh, so, um. I'm not sure what you just all to required. Cont- uh, so she, she moves up to, as you mentioned this day, and she's like, if you let me see into your mind, I can identify it for you. Yes. All right. That's fine. All right. So uh, as soon as her finger, her fingernails touch your head, uh, you just have this cold wash over you. And she only does it for like a millisecond. She's like, yep, that's it. All right. Oh, so it's something you were given before? Uh, yeah, yeah, when you was, first came to Cormier. Um, we saved a um, one of the lords of Cormier, and um, he gave us a sigil of his family's house. And he said that it was to uh, protect us against uh, fear, and that oh. it would embolden us. And uh, apparently that's uh, the fourth piece. Does that mean he's like the real which, king of Cormier? Which lord was this? Lord uh, uh, <laughs> Thistleflame. Thistle. Thistleflame Thistle, yep. is his manor. Is that someone Fredernando would know? Uh, yes, he, you would know him because he is the magistrate of all adventurers. So, like, when you get your uh, oh, when gotcha. you get your license to adventure, you get it uh, through him. Oh, okay, gotcha. And you guys saved his life. That's why he gave yeah. it to you. Well, Charles and Jane saved his life. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool, can we get the Say that one more time? Yes. Cool, can we get the dagger back now? Yeah, she reaches in, pulls it out, and just sort of hands it to you. Um, as you grab it, there's a slight resistance, then she smiles and lets it go. Alright. She's a cheeky one, not. So, uh, with that, the uh, the sisters or go back to what they were doing, and they say, I well, hope, uh, hope you come back alive, bring us that heart, and we'll tell you what you need to know about uh, that. Right, so that's what we're doing, and we're going to go fight this thing. Can you uh, uh, at least point us in the right direction? A uh, map I'll, would be better. Uh, we're all a bit directionally challenged today. All three of them uh, point their arms in unison, and they, you realize that they have the exact same pose as the tree that you saw earlier. Not the tree with a face, but the mm-hmm. vine entity thing. And they're all pointing back the way you came, and then a little offshoot. And uh, she says, follow this, and sh- a small... Um, moth flies out of her pack where the herbs were and it begins to glow like a faint white light and it flies in that direction hey listen listen all right that's what we're doing then that's what we're doing oh just uh uh if uh what if i don't want anything to happen to your to your shrubbery although are they okay we got. We came into contact with one of them, and it wasn't a, ple- a pleasant experience. Uh, as they were going back, they stop and they all turn their attention to you, all moving their heads at the same time, and say, "What are you speaking of?" The 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 growths your your uh, your statues are made of branches and whatnot. What do you call them? So Horn, uh, or- lawn ornaments. <laughs> 
Our topiary? Is that what you... Yeah, it's our topiaries. <laughs> so, um, uh, when you describe it, you're describing what now? The, um... The, the pointing, which is... The woman uh, with the... Okay. Yeah. And then the chair. Right. So, uh, <laughs> as you describe it to her, uh, you say, are your... Are they okay? Right. And then, uh, Varda, the, um, the woman with the crown of brambles, uh, she just sort of rolls her shoulders back. She's like, well, they are now. And as you look closer, you see that along her arms are scratches as if from thorns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got a lovely forest here. Let's, all right, we can go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, as, oh, as go ahead. They, we get to like the, as we get to like the edge of the clearing, like you see Fernando like look back and like almost like he's going to say something, but then he turns around and falls. It's a quiet bond, this one. We haven't had one of those before. <laughs> I think we're going to shoot takes a dirty look. No, like, am, I, am I wrong? She's lovely, no, but no. she's I loud. Didn't, I didn't say she wasn't lovely. I think my, she's a wonderful person. My music is loud, loud enough for me. So. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, you head uh, deeper into the forest and you follow this moth. Uh, and then eventually, as, as you're uh, moving deeper and deeper within, you begin to feel like a, a tremble in the ground. And you imagine if you were sitting in a jeep with a cup of water, you would see a ripple in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's getting louder and heavier as you're heading in deeper. Great. So we're... I bet you did it. so we're in the forest it's not like the open dry plain anymore correct yeah as you move away from the coven's um apparent lair uh the uh Mm. the plant growth rejuvenates um by the way uh the maps i show may look like daylight but it is definitely night just fyi yeah and uh figs you have your torch okay so uh it comes you come to a clearing and uh, in the forest and you begin to spot the creature uh the moth has tapered off and sort of fizzles away as if sort of uh like enveloped by the magic or pulled out like a match the um Mm -hmm. creature that you see before you is one of the most horrendous thing you've ever seen you you, it's a good hundred feet away at this point you don't see it but as it comes through the trees it almost towers over it and it has this huge gaping maw of uh, razor sharp teeth and these offshoots of other smaller heads of various different types of creatures just snapping at the sky breaking uh trees down in its wake it's way larger than anything you can remember combating in recent times it's uh looks pretty fucking horrifying let me tell you that it's not not too late for me to go get the eye no okay (laughs) all right all right so let me just switch the map here for you and uh let's show you how this goes all right so right now you see a clearing uh, just so you guys know how this works, uh, the trees can offer <sighs> cover, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the creature that I'm about to show you can topple down the trees. Okay. Uh, cool. With that, uh, cool. let me just get my before I reveal it to you, because I'm a big fan of this guy. Are we about to, like, fight an Eldrazi? I'm worried. <laughs> uh, it's, 
see. He said it was like elemental and has lots of heads. I don't know. All right. He's elemental. I thought he was just an agent. Oh, I guess boom. he draws your cannon in this, aren't All right, so this huge Ugh. creature with many, many heads, all sort of serpentine. Oh There's even God. a couple of, like, T-Rex-looking heads coming out of it yeah. as this bitch comes in to yeah. attack. All right, Oof. it roars. Uh, so uh, with that, it, it's, it seems to sense your presence as it has eyes looking in all directions at once. Um, there's no surprise if you're deciding to attack it. Mm-hmm. We're just going for it. Everybody ready? I think so, yeah. All right, no. l- before you do anything, let me remove all turns and get you back in. Hold on one sec. And now you should be able to add your initiative, and I'll do the same over here. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I rolled a 10. Oh, Ooh. God. Whole last two. <laughs> nice. I am moving at nine. All righty. <laughs> Everybody in here? Yeah. Descending, starting with Dana. All right. I can't reach it, but I can get up in front of us and make sure it doesn't hit any of us. So that's 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, puts me right there. Okay. Um, we're going to go ahead and actually cast what we have. Yes, spiritual weapon. We're going to go ahead and do that as a bonus action. So if we can get a hammer, yep. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and could be well within range. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, let me give you uh, control over this. Just give me one quick sec. Uh, where are you? Damn. And uh, okay, you should have control of it now. MC Hammer. Very nice. All right. All right. And we're going to go ahead and attack with the spiritual <laughs> weapon then. Let's go. Uh, 14 to hit for 9 damage. All right. The hammer comes around and hits one of the creatures in the face, but doesn't seem to affect it in any way. Uh, you just missed, basically. It's too tough. Okay. But you know, it's not like immune. Didn't want to give you that. Uh, anything right. else? No, that's it. Was that your bonus action to cast spiritual hammer? That uh, is bonus action to cast spiritual weapon. Yep. Okay. So you haven't actually done an action yet, right? I have not. Would you like to take dodge? I would like to take the dodge action. All right, cool. Give yourself a ninja mask if you would, just so you remember. And Arya, you are next. Okay. Um, Move away from the group over here Um, and shoot at it. Okay. Um, That's going to be a 25. That hits. Um, 15 points of damage. And this is from a magical bow. Yes. Boom, got it. All right. Um, now I'm going to hide. All right, roll stealth. Uh, 25. Okay. Wait, uh, no. no. Sorry, 30. 30? All right, there's probably no way I can do it. I do have advantage, but I'm just going to double check. Nope, has no idea where you are. Okay. Uh, for the next round, you'll count as invisible to it. All right, uh, Esther, you are next. Okay, I'm gonna cast invisibility myself. Okay, that's a full action or bonus? Uh, it's a full action, but okay. I have um, cunning action, so I'm gonna dash. Okay. Uh, Sixty feet over here. That works. Uh, I'm gonna give you a, a ninja mask too, just remember you're invisible. Okay. 
that's it. That's it. All right, Fernando. Um, Fernando is going to run into the trees here, I think. Hang on, I have to check the range. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and he's going to cast Hold Monster. Okay. Uh, wisdom save DC 14. Do, 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 do. Creature exceeds the range. A wisdom saving throw preserves duration up to one minute. That says no effect on dead. Okay, that works. Uh, wisdom save, you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. DC 14. All right. Oh, sorry. It's not supposed to be an advantage. I'll try that. Oh, again. okay. 19. Ah, oh, okay. Well. All right. All right. Doesn't seem to hold it. Okay. That was my one fifth level spell. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. I tried, guys. <laughs> uh, and then, sorry, one second here. That is now. Oh, the Typhon's turn. Uh, Esther's invisible. Aryan is um, invisible per se. Uh, Dana is right in the middle of the open, so that's what's gonna do. Uh, let's see here. Five, ten. It's gonna move here. That, that's going to push the hammer. Uh, reach. Here he goes. Uh, the Typhon makes three attacks. One with Flurry of Bites, one Constrict, and one Maw. Here comes the Flurry of Bites. Okay. At disadvantage. Oh. Well, I'm going to miss. I'm anyway. dodging. Well, I'm going to miss anyway, but because I rolled a 23. But here comes the other one. Uh, okay, so it's going to miss. So the, the Flurry of Bites miss. Here comes the Constrict... Um, this is also a disadvantage. Okay? Okay. Uh, disadvantage roll is 17, so you're fine. Nope. Final is the Maw, again at disadvantage. 17, nope. Nope. Can't hit Dana. Impossible! <laughs> 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 All right, uh, so with that, we go on to Figs. All uh, right, um, I am going to say fee fi fo Figs. Okay. <laughs> I will Make enlarge you. Figs. There you go. Yeah. And I'm gonna charge in. Alright. And I'm gonna spend a key point and take the dodge action. Okay. That works for me. Uh Esso. Alright, um Ooh, roll a D twenty for me really quick. Okay. Ten. Okay, that was a retro chaos check. Now we're playing. <laughs> okay. Okay, and I'm gonna hit it with a blight. Okay. It's not. Pl- is it plant based at all? It is not. Okay. Um, I need a con save, please. Okay. Here he goes. Uh, this is normal con save. Twenty-one. Oh, it passes. Okay. Does all right. Take hold half? on. I gotta. Yeah, it's gonna take half. I need to roll all my dice. I'm going to hit it with a regular 4th level Blight. 8d8. Uh, 13, 21, uh, 29, 34, 39, 46 points of damage. Okay, so 46 halved. Because it passed. Necrotic. 
Yeah. Oh, no, so it's 23. All right. Yeah. Uh, the blight goes over it and just sort of passes through it, and it seems like it just has no effect. Damn. Okay. Well, I'm glad I didn't use my fifth level spell. All right. Uh, Esso, anything else? Um, I'm going to scoop behind these trees. All right. Get over here. End of round one. <laughs> Before we start round two, you hear this cackle sort of fill the clearing. And then these two bestial shapes appear from either side of you and move in to attack. So they're going to roll their initiative. And they are now in the initiative. Um, Aryan, you are not hidden from this one. But you are still hidden from this guy and the guy to the south. Okay. Uh, And now I'm descending the order and starting with Dana. Okay, we're going to move up and we're going to attempt to hit this thing. Um, Have we had a... um... What could be considered a short rest at this point? You have not. We have not, okay. So I don't have Channel Divinity on, but I do still have smites available, so we're going to go ahead and attempt to hit it twice with Hammer and twice with some Divine Smites. Okay. All right, the 22 and a 12 to hit. The 22 hits. 22 hits. All right, we're going to go ahead and hit with a Divine Smite. We got uh, level two here, so that is going to be an additional 18 radiant damage, 8 bludgeoning damage, and we're going to go with a spiritual weapon. Okay, let me take the uh, the 26 damage first from your uh, sure. attack, and then the spiritual weapon. Alright, and now spiritual weapon coming in at a 19 for an additional 7 force damage. That does it. Alright, 7 damage, got it. Anything else? No, that's uh, that's it. That's, All right. Yep, we're good. Aryan. Okay. Um, how tall are these trees? Uh, <laughs> they're gonna be uh, about 30, 40 feet. Okay. Um, I'm gonna scooch on up a tree. Okay. Slippers of spider climbing. No problem. Yep. Um. And I'm gonna shoot at this guy. Okay. The big guy. Um, I'm gonna take the. Mm-mm. No, I'm just gonna shoot. Oh shit! That's a nat twenty. Oh, very nice. 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 All right, sneak attack. Yep. Sneak attack doubles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dice just the dice and... double, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hold, please. Let me pull out the calculator. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's easy. I can easily go there. Oh, that was much better. What's your climb speed, Aryan? Uh, 35. Okay. Uh... Okay, sorry. I was like, that's not right. Um, uh, 68 points of damage. Okay. Woo-hoo! Boom. That was wow. a big chunk. And I'm going to hide again. All right. Uh, roll stealth. Uh... 19 plus 15. Okay, that's plenty. Uh, this guy did see you go up the tree. This guy and this guy have no idea where you are. 
Uh, <laughs> Esther. Okay. I am going to sneak attack with the longbow. Okay. Okay. So damage is. Oh, sorry. Uh, attack is 16. 16 misses. Damn. Okay, well, that's all I got. I'm going to uh, stay healthy. All right. Uh, you shot, so you're now visible again. Yeah. Okay. Are but you I'm using just... bonus hide? Yeah, I'm going to use bonus to hide. Okay, roll stealth. Okay. Uh, 16. Their passive is 16. So the um, the Typhon knows where you are. The passive of the werewolf vampire spawns are 13. No, so they don't know where you are. Okay. All right. So, uh, but the Typhon does. But he's kind of busy. <laughs> Fernando. Oh, no, no. Sorry. Werewolf vampire spawn goes first. Aww. Um. Here we go. Charging in. Uh, two attacks. Here comes some claws against Fernando. Okay. Uh, twenty-four for nine slashing. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna do no damage and instead grapple you. Okay, so I'm not taking nine damage. You're not taking nine damage, no. But you are grappled. Okay. Um, so I am going to. Uh, your speed is zero, and now I'm going to bite mm -hmm. you. Okay. Uh, oh, crit fail. God <laughs> damn it. All right, let me roll the thing. Shit. Right. Makes me laugh. <laughs> How did you miss? Yeah. How did I miss? It's funny. All right, see, I where's my where's my crit fail? Here it is. All right, that was natural weapon. <laughs> so, uh, D10. Uh, well... Oh, I rolled a d12. Sorry, d10. Three. Wild swing. You overexerted yourself going for the kill. Your opponent gains advantage on attack rolls against you for the next... Okay, so when you attack him, you have an advantage. Okay. Okay. But I still have to break out of the grapple? Yes. Uh, well, okay. no, 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 no. You can attack him. You just can't move. Grappling is not the same as restrained. Okay. So gotcha. your speed is zero, and you can't benefit from any speed bonuses. Your condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. It also ends Oh, so I could... You can still so punch him. So I could him. still cast, like, a spell or something. Yes, you just can't move. Your speed is zero. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, if you were restrained, you would not be able to. Uh, oh, okay. Gotcha. So that is his turn. Now it is Fernando's turn. Okay, cool. Um, we're going to cast Dissonant Whispers um, at level one. Uh, I need a wisdom saving throw. From who? From the, the vampire werewolf. Okay grappling me. Uh, what is the uh, wisdom saving throw you said? Yeah, DC 14. Six, failed. Okay, uh, so you take 3d6 psychic. That's okay. 16 total. Uh, and uh, you must immediately use its reaction to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Okay, so I have to move 30 feet away. Uh, yes. As far away from you as possible. Okay, got it. And yeah. you will get an opportunity attack from this, by the way. Okay, cool. Uh, Thirty would I have be a here. Yeah, you'll have advantage oh. on this one attack. Okay. Uh, God, I didn't even look at the. He's just afraid of you, right? Yes, just me. Uh, that's a nineteen to hit. That works. And that's a D eight plus three. six damage. Six damage. All right. 
Uh, da, 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 da. All right, yeah, check. So he, does he have the frightened condition against you? Is that what that is? Uh, or does he just have to run away once? Uh, on a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic uh, and must immediately use its reaction to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Uh, it doesn't say anything okay, about... Okay, then he's not like, technically he, frightened. He just had to run for that moment. Okay, no problem. Yes, yeah. Uh, Werewolf Spawn, uh, he's going to use the dash action to climb the tree and be adjacent to Aryan. Fuck! Uh, Typhon's turn. You notice that the wounds um, around him are starting to regenerate. All right, here he goes. Uh, he is going to... Uh, Flurry of Bites Fix. Disadvantage. Because you're dodging? Right. Here comes yeah. the Flurry of Bites. 18 is the disadvantage. Miss. Alright. Uh, let's see here. Um. Constrict against Dana. Uh, this is normal now because you're no longer dodging, correct? Oh, you're muted. Uh, that is 30, correct. 31 for 20. Okay. Uh, you are grappled. Until this grapple ends, the target is restrained and takes 17, or 3, 6 plus 7 bludgeoning damage at the start of each of its turns. I okay. can constrict two people at once. Uh, finally, uh, now that you're restrained, he's going to use his maw on you. Okay. So with restrained, I have advantage on this attack. Uh, 32. All right. All right. So that's going to be. Oh, and that was a crit hit. Oh, this is not good for Dana. So oh, that's going to no. be 23 plus 21 plus 28 plus 30 is 102 damage. Oh, I'm unconscious. Yeah. Boom. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, it just sort of. You see Dana in its maw and it shakes it back and forth like a dog with a toy and flings her to the ground. Yeah, that was a crit hit on uh, the bad yeah. one. Oh, boy. All right, figs. <laughs> damage. Uh, I've, I've never done scream. triple digit damage. I've never done. That. I'm gonna, I'm gonna scream Dana in rage and uh, start beating the shit out of it. Hopefully, let's go. Let's go. Um, let me get my table up because I know I've got to roll d fours. So let me have that up there. All right. Um. Oh shit. Uh, I made one little mistake. Uh, I'm going to fix it now. Um, I normally regenerate, but I can't regenerate when I take Radiant. Yeah, I was actually about to whisper yep. that to you, because I know yep. when we fought the vampires, that stopped My them mistake. from doing it. Yeah, so it did not regenerate. I put the damage okay. back. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Uh, punch. Okay. 28 hits. Um, awesome. For 8 plus a d4. 12 damage. Got it. Uh, con save. Okay. Normal. Uh, 23. Oh, that's fine. Uh, and second punch. 18 does hit for 7. And a d4. Eight, nine, 11. Eleven. Got it. Uh, con oh, save. Yeah, that's correct. I did it right. All right. Uh, con save. Um, 28. 
No, it has to be small. <laughs> <laughs> small. I want a small number. Okay. okay. Anything else? No, uh, it was my bonus action and my action. All right, so you're up. Oh, uh, MC Hammer's gone. Yep. Oh. Oh, and your uh, okay. aura's off. I'm gonna hide <laughs> for now. Um. Okay. All right, I want to get in and out of there. Uh, I'm all right. Let's see if this works. I'm gonna cast telekinesis on Dana. Okay. And I'm assuming since Dana is unconscious that there's no check I need to do. Uh, no, uh, technically, because he's unconscious, the Typhoid would have an opportunity attack if he's moved away. That's what I'm worried about. And opportunity um, attacks, every hit counts as a critical hit. And you saw what that one one did. Uh, it, I might just leave her off there, If then. I do the full amount of Dana's hit points in one hit, she die-dies. It's gonna, like, murder her yeah. completely. Alright, fuck. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Um, Alright. Then I'm just going to... Here. I'm going to scoot 15 feet this way and I'm going to send a lightning bolt at it. Okay. I need a dex save. 12. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, it fails. Oh, no. All right. Um, so that's 10d6. Jesus. There's still some of the basing oil. We're going to empower this. Ooh, okay. Yes, please. All right. Um, 10, 20, 30. Uh, math. Um, 49 points of damage. Okay. That's not good. Lightning damage. Yep. Boom. Hi. -ya -ya. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. And then. I'm just, I'm going to scoot back. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Dana, death save. Alrighty. So we're okay for one. All right. I'm just going to give you a little dot to show that you have one success. Aryan. Cool. Um, I'm just going to shoot first and then I'll figure out what I'm going to do later. All right. If you're I am all what, out. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm going to shoot. Who are you shooting? First. The big thing. All right. Disadvantage. Because you Why? have an adjacent enemy. Oh, okay. Then I'll do that first then. Can I jump from one tree to another? Yes. I, I will get an opportunity attack. Uh, I'll disengage first. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, make an athletics check. I'm sure it'll be silly, but... <laughs> uh, athletics... Can I do acrobatics? That means better. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. the deck. I get those two mixed up all the time. The dexterity one. 22. Yep. So you can jump right here, and you just leap from tree to tree. Cool. I'm over here. All right. Um, Now I am going to um shoot the big thing. That works, and you have advantage. Or, I mean, you don't have advantage. You do have sneak, uh, sneak attack. Uh, I'm also going to pull out this nifty new arrow that I've never Ooh, used. Ooh, let's do it. <laughs> uh, oh, fix is right there. We'll see what happens. I, I got all kinds of cool shit. Yeah, Dana's <laughs> also right there, though. That's a 20-foot radius. One side, though. Wait, it's a 20-foot? Yeah. It's, it's a 20-foot yeah, radius. You're going to hit. I mean, there's <laughs> no way not to. 
Yeah. If I like, if I hit on the backside, though, then uh, I mean, we could fiddle faddle this thing all all the time. But then I'm gonna give him like a big bonus to his save because you're not really shooting him; you're shooting the ground. Uh, no, never mind then. Okay. I don't want to. Hang on. I'll save it. <laughs> For another day. Um, I'll get you a lightning bolt arrow next time. Uh, oh, I'll yeah. get you a lightning bolt arrow next time. <laughs> um, so that's going to be a 20 to hit. 20 hits? Oh, that's nice. Um. Forty-four points of damage. All right. Boom. Oh, it's looking rough, guys. All right. Anything else? Uh, no. Bonus action, movement action. Yep. I'm good. Esther. Okay. I'm gonna try one more time with sneak attack. All right. What are you using? Um, uh, longbow. Okay. Alright. Alright, this time is a 19. That does hit. Alright. And. Okay, 19 plus 8, 17. 27. Uh, it's gonna be 33. 33? Hey, <laughs> describe your killing blow. Yes! Yes! <laughs> it straight nice. into the mouth, and it kind of pierces into the heart of this beast. Nice. Ooh. Falls down dead and leaves a giant dust cloud as it falls. Um, we're not out of the woods yet. Haha, <laughs> that was a joke, because we're in the woods. Uh, because there's two guys left. Esther, anything else? Um, I'm going to stay hidden, stay where I am. Uh, Dana, if you had not radiant damaged it, it would have healed real quick. So, oh, God. Yeah, that... Um, that was uh, yikes! I see, like Dana just like lays off the little thumb up, just ah. yeah. All right, uh, dashing in, attacking big figs. Big figs. Uh, do I need to know anything special about big figs, or just attack like nope. a normal person? Okay. Yep. Uh, I don't think it can grapple you though, so it's just gonna claw you. Here comes the first attack. Oops, I can't see what I did. Uh, Twenty-five for eight slashing. Okay. So uh, four slashing. Okay. Next attack. 19 for 7 slashing, so 3 more. So, um, it's using spider climb on you. It's You literally see it, like, shredding it at Figs' giant body as it's climbing up on him. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Fernando. Uh, Fernando runs to Dana uh, and casts Cure Wounds. Okay. Uh, at 4th level? Getting mom points. Yes. <laughs> and no, no one hears this because no one is close enough. But he's like, not again. Oh. Uh, that is not a great roll. 5, 10, 13, 7, 20. 20 hit points back. Nice. All right. All right. So Dana, like, coughs to life. She's like, <laughs> that's. Oh, that's a hell of a thing to come back to. He looks over to see this ugly typhon, like sitting there, like staring. Her. He's like, oh, should I imagine every one of its mouths has its tongue hanging out of one side. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything Fernando, else? Fernando like pats Dana and it's like, "There's still two more somethings in the woods." 
and that's the end of his turn. All right. Uh, I am moving uh, this uh, tree-faring werewolf from one tree to the other. I'm going to roll a dex check to make sure I don't fall. Oh, that would be really embarrassing. Don't fall, please. Oh, my God! <laughs> wow! Oh, my God! In the air tonight, drum solo. I'm going to fall on these rocks right here. So I fall 20 feet, I take 2d6, and I'm prone. What a bunch of bullshit. Almost, almost as good as the lich falling down. Oh, God. Almost. All right, eight, eight damage. Prone. Uh, I haven't used all my wow. movement points yet, so I'm going to use the rest of my movement to stand up and look embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> all right. Fair. So, uh, but that's all I can do. Typhon's dead. Uh, Figs is up. Uh, I'm just gonna like punch down on this thing that's climbing, <laughs> climbing on me. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Punch. Twenty-eight hits. Uh, plus a D4. Oh, 12 damage. Got it. Uh, second punch. Okay, 24 for 9. Oh, D plus a D4. Uh, plus a D4. 12. Alright. Uh, key point for two more attacks. Okay. 24 for 11. Alright. Plus, uh... Plus four more. So... Yeah, so 15. Got it. And then final attack. 16 does hit it for 9 plus the d4. All right. Uh, and then I guess skip it. So tw uh, uh, 10 total. Um, okay. It's still up. Can I... Because that was my flurry of blows. Uh, can I use... Can I have it do the strength check to get it off me, basically? Like, I would knock it five feet. Can I knock it five feet off me? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, what is the ability? Uh, you must make a strength save. And if I fail, I'm thrown a certain number? You're you're knocked back up to 15 feet. Okay, cool. Got it. All right. So here comes my strength save. Ah, uh, shitty shit. <laughs> All right. So, so I just yeah. <laughs> where would you like to place him? Uh, I'll just say that, like... I heaved him off of me, so just shoot him back diagonally 15 feet. Either direction is fine. Like that? Basically, yeah. All right, cool. So this is very much like the Hulk with uh, Loki kind of thing. You pick him up off your arm and just slam him back <laughs> and just throw him with your last thing 15 feet away. Oh, that was rough on him. Nice. Uh, so. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to scoot uh, over here. And 15. Do I have line of sight to the other creature? To this one? No. Yeah. Yes, this one, yes. He's on the he's on the ground? Okay. He's on the yes, he um, is because he fell like a buffoon. We are gonna <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I giggled. <laughs> um we're gonna attempt to banish him. Oh, okay. And I'm going to spend that extra sorcery point to elongate this spell. Okay. Um so I need a charisma saving throw, please. Okay. Seventeen? Ooh, that is my DC, oh. so we're gonna bend luck. Oh. <laughs> so what is that? Do I just do I have to just roll again, or you just add two? I roll a D four and I take away from your. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Save. Well, no yeah. matter what you roll, uh, I'm gonna fail. Yeah. So uh, it's a two. Just, boosh, so disappears. And now he's he is gone forever. <laughs> oh, that poor <laughs> werewolf. Oh god, <laughs> he doesn't know where he is. In space. It 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 like 
it like the the camera pans to like very busy Manhattan and like he gets hit by like different taxi cabs. <laughs> All right. Uh, excellent. Excellent. Uh, anything else? Nope. Essa or Dana? Dana. All right. I think Dana's to look at Fernando. She's like, we'll talk afterwards. But thank you. And she's gonna run at the werewolf. Okay. The hammer like raised up. <laughs> hammer nice. time. Let's go. Uh, that's oh, an at 20. God, yes! it is. It is. All right. And so that's going to be. And that's going to be, yes! gonna be a smite. So that's going to be. Uh, let's see. Roll uh, Jack, both of your rolls are nat 20s. Oh, God, they are. Oh, God, they are. Oh, my God. They sure are. Well, then. Just a little bit of a crit as a treat. Six. <laughs> Four. That's awesome. So that's uh, 10. 10. 12d10. Would you like to just describe your, chi- your killing blow now, or do you want to do the no, math? No, I, I, wa- I want... <laughs> Let's do the math. No, Let's do the math. math. said 12d10. Yes. Hi, hi, hi. 71, 79. Yes. Dana is furious at this point about being knocked out by this thing, and... Yes. She's going to have yes. to, of course, be cool with Fernando, and she's been talking about him, so she's angry. There's a lot of thoughts going through her head right now. She just raises up her hammer and screams out Morden's name, and I think, like, the werewolf picks itself up just in time to see Dana's head, you know, like, coming at him, and then the hammerhead contracts his head, or contacts his head, <laughs> and just whips the thing off the body and sends it flying oh into the over there. That's so awesome. <laughs> like, beating on this like this corpse of this thing until it's just like a bloody smear and she's just standing there just panting heavily she's like oh, damn it <laughs> <laughs> I love how Dana's more angry about having to be nice to Fernando than getting mauled by a diaper <laughs> she expects that <laughs> oh boy that was so, so good so, for, so oh, Fernando Jesus. sees this and like he sees Dana run up and sees her just all of this vampire werewolf <laughs> and he cheers he's like yeah <laughs> with that the clearing goes silent and all you hear is like your panting breaths as all the uh, character or all the enemies have been defeated holy crap guys that did not go the way i thought it would pretty cool yeah. big fan that was nice. a good fight nice. oh, i man. just shout out nose goes on uh, carving that heart out <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, who's gonna do it? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. It's my task. <laughs> All right, uh, I want you to roll either medicine or nature check. Uh, I got it. Are in like jumps. Uh, the only way you could is with your bardic inspiration. Yeah, I'll, uh, uh, Fernando um, plays. A short rhythm on the drum, and you see like um, doesn't sound like a you see like a musical note appear. Yeah, it does. It sounds it sounds kind of like a heartbeat, and you see like a musical note appear in front of you, and it just sort of like bobs in the air. A load of bouncing balls, stab. All right, let's see what you get. And then I get a plus what? A D six or D eight? I'm looking it up right now. It's yeah, it's a D8. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 17. seventeen's enough. All right, so uh, you see, uh, figs just sort of sigh. Are you? You're gonna have to shrink down. Oh, I, it's only lasts a minute. I would have. Okay, yeah. So uh, 
uh, smaller figs now. Uh, he moves into the great maw of the beast, just walking into it like a cave. He says, hey, do you want me to hold the coat? What's that? As figs, does he want me to hold this coat? Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you. There right. you go. So you instinctively flex and then move into the cave. <laughs> and as you do, uh, the rest of you hear like some, some cogni type, like s- cogni like swearing and like strange things coming from the inside of this cave and some tearing. And it just sounds like there's a massacre going on. And he walks out uh, covered in blood and viscera all over his body and holding uh, like a couple of, uh, of the, of the uh, veins and, um, Tendons from vent- yeah, yeah, dragging this heart out of the mouth of this beast, and it's like the size of like a very large pig. Like it's it's a big, big fucking heart. Do not go in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's take just a quick little teensy weensy break, and then resolve this and see where it goes. Okay. Okay. All right. Be right back. Be right back. Hey, Zach, how many players do you have in your party? Um, I, I kind of, it's been hovering around six. Okay. How do you, how do you handle the action economy? Do you have the same issues I have where it's just like, do you just use more monsters or? Uh, action economy is, uh, it's kind of the same thing. Like I try to place ads in there, you know, as, as, you know, to kind of give myself as, uh, you know, close to their actions. Right. Uh, it's always right. it's always going to be heavily geared towards the players. Right. They're just that's right. how they're built. That's five E is built for players to be cool. Yep. Um. So I I've noticed that like, uh, sort of it it, it, it rev the fight up um, and sort of throttle back as necessary. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's kind of been what I like. This last fight I designed, I assumed that they were going to go in. Uh, and deal by the time I, my death tyrant showed up or got to its turn it was going to be down half of yeah. its health right with four attacks from a fighter and, a, and i'm sure a crit smite from the paladin and some sneak <laughs> attack damage but none of that happened so like the ads that were going to appear at the bottom of the initiative order mm-hmm. i only did that one time got because it. it was mm-hmm. starting to it was starting to you know shift in difficulty Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of throttle it back, but I sort of build the encounters so that I can escalate them or de-escalate them as necessary. That makes sense. That works. Smart. Yeah. I'm not out to kill them, but I do want them to have a sure. uh, challenge. Right. Right. Yeah. Just maim, slight maim. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> last fight was a little bit of trauma. Gnarly. So. <laughs> Just a little bit of trauma. For fun. <laughs> Speaking of trauma, are we all back? Ready to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So uh, for that fight, I'm going to be drinking the great job double IPA. Well done. <laughs> I think maybe on the way back to the um, to the hags, I would like to explain myself to Fernando. Okay, I think let's I do it. That well, before that happens, actually, uh, Fernando uh, <laughs> uh, Fernando goes up and, um, and he goes up to Dana and is like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was, it, it was, it was an honor getting to, uh, see how well you dealt with that beast, that monster, um, it's, uh, and he, like, he starts to look a little bit sad, uh, and he says, it's, uh, 
reminded me of my wife. Really? <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't know, Fernando. Uh, oh no! <laughs> wanted, oh no! I just I wanted to say that I had been reserved with you because um, before you got here, um, the dwarf whose place you took was very special to all of us. And when you came in and Kahira started gushing about you and how wonderful you are, I I retreated back because I missed him greatly. And you've saved my life and you saved hers now. And that's probably a debt I can never fully repay. But if nothing else, you have my invitation to stay with us at Hills Farm Manor whenever you want, and we will gladly host you. You are one of us, Fernando. And would not hear anybody else say otherwise. <laughs> uh, he sort of smiles a little bit and he like looks down and he's like, the fighting skills that remind me of my wife and the diplomacy of my husband. <laughs> Interesting. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> a great compliment that I will always have with me, then, um, Fernando. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm not here to. I'm not here to replace anyone. I, uh, <laughs> I had actually heard of um, the, the chalice and chains, the your adventures, and um, uh, and so when I had the opportunity to meet you all um i was grateful for the opportunity um and i think i think our goals are uh, quite aligned um but it it and he like bows uh to dana and he's like it would be an honor to stay with you all um and i appreciate the invitation and she'll kind of offer her hand to you then in that case that's <laughs> and he, he shakes your hand. Good. Good. A, a the new lot needs to be said about it then. <laughs> There's a lot that just happened. Wow. Um, so you're not necessarily where your characters are placed right now. I just I figured mm-hmm. you're heading back with this giant ass heart to the mm-hmm. hags. Anything? No, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I still have your coat. Thank you. It's, this is proper gross. <laughs> Do Fernando uh, <laughs> looks to face and is like, "Would you? Would you like a hand carrying nah. that?" No, no, it's fine. I got it. Thanks. I could carry right. it. Ah, I'm not Natal. Um, I could carry that with my brain, <laughs> like my magic. <laughs> if you want some help. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm much okay. more nimble than I am strong. You know, the kid is the one with the muscles. Yeah, I'll levitate it for him, and we can just kind of scoot right. along. <laughs> so you have this giant hovering heart as you're heading uh, back towards the uh, where you left the hags. Um, you see a uh, a head in the clearing, a a, the, um, a tree. And you notice it's that same sort of tree that you saw before, sort of this dead one aside from the other ones, and it still has that face on it again. And you kind of see that breeze coming out of its mouth again. 
I'll see what the tree wants. Um, so you place your head next to it, and hey, buddy, <laughs> you just hear it say, "Don't, don't give it to them." Oh, why? You got to be a bit more specific. So it seems like as as that exhale comes with those words, then that's all it can muster, and then it's just a tree again. Oh my god. <laughs> Trees are not at all helpful. <laughs> I mean, listen, out of character, the last time we gave an object to someone without asking why they wanted it, uh, yeah, it might have ended up in a bit of a sticky situation. Yeah, I uh, think we're sticky no matter what here. Yeah. <laughs> you see the clearing coming up ahead of you, and you see that the smoke from the, the cauldron and the three figures in the distance. Are you approaching? Yeah. All right, so you come down into the area and have this giant floating heart floating next to you. Um, you see, they look over you, they see figs covered in blood. You see Dana's armor dented and skewed with, like, teeth marks through it. Uh, nothing you can't repair with your smith, but it looks like you've been through some shit. Um, <laughs> and they they look to you, and they have, like, this look of surprise this moment goes over Tara's face she's like well you did it and then immediately she drops that and she's alright put put it in the pot Uh, well hold on you'll help me with uh, me mate and the sword if I do that's the deal yes I'll give you all the answers you'd like of how to get your friend out of that thing alright I'll flip it over and into the pot. All right, it splashes into the pot and sort of like, it's almost like too big for the entrance. So it's like, and then kind of slurps into it, uh, into this pot, spilling like the contents out of it. And they all cackle in unison again. Jeandine looks towards Figs and says, Oh, my dear, you've gotten so dirty. And she moves her hands to cast a spell. Hmm. I don't like that. The dirty part, uh, the spell for this one. So the spell continues to be cast, and then you see that Figs, all the blood and viscera has completely evaporated from your body, leaving you completely clean, but your clothes are also gone. (laughs) (laughs) And John Dean says, there, much better. Uh, Pardon me. (laughs) You're supposed to ask first. (laughs) Uh, Varda rolls her eyes and waves a hand, and then your clothes reappear, but you're still clean. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It's a bit, um, you have to understand, it's a bit chilly out here. <laughs> um, so uh, she's like, you've done us a great service, and we will fulfill our part of the bargain. Your friend in that sword, the only way to get him out is to put him back in his original body. He's been dead for a very long time. He's actually not dead, nor was he ever alive. Wait, what? Uh, She just sort of shakes her head as if she's trying to explain something that she's just... And she continues, she's like, let me tell you this. How did you meet this person you're talking about? Oh, I died. He was there. Then he was just sort of around after I got better. Yes, uh, that makes sense. You died. He's never died. Oi. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, you don't yeah. become a ghost without being. Uh, he's dead, not a right? ghost either. 
<laughs> you've Some only sort of... you've yeah, how can I how can I put this in a way that will make sense? There's other layers to our reality, and sometimes beings cross over to different ones. And I imagine when you died, you passed into those different planes, and you may have encountered such an individual who is trying to communicate with you and found a language that you have in common with whatever his home plane is. The sort of guttural sound, I imagine. Oh, I speak a little deep speech. That's I it. Say, what am I? I say, Dundee is style a biblioteca. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, regardless of which... Play music stops. <laughs> <laughs> with Regardless of which, he says, so, that's all you gotta do. And then she goes back to stirring her pot as if nothing happened. So, can you tell me where the body is? <sighs> she just sort of sighs, and she's like, that much is beyond my reach. I do have to tell you, though, you got to watch out for that sword, because if you don't take care of it, then uh, your friend will cease to exist. Right, that's why I'm trying to get him out of it. Well, you um, haven't been okay. feeding him now, have you? Feed it? What? Oh, what does he need? I'll give a, I'll pull out a ration and I'll shove it on the sword. What does he need? A <laughs> rot <laughs> in the thing. You told like I just need a, a bit more info, just a little bit. Nothing, nothing too crazy. You so know, I'm you, happy to help. Uh, you you notice that Jandine has like a slight um, like pleading look in her eyes, and Tara resigns. She's like, "Okay, how can I put this? Your friend, through whatever strange events your group has been through, was." pushed out of whatever dimension he was in and into this sword that has its own dimension inside it. A pocket dimension, if you were. He's not oh, alone no. in there. And they're both weakening as the the pocket dimension is beginning to collapse in on itself. The only way to maintain its strength is to feed it. And to feed it, you have to use the sword. You haven't been doing that, have you? No, it makes me all fucked up when I do it. Well, that's a, the price for power. Can we just move them into my knuckles? Is it a little bit, maybe move the curse over to something that I'm a bit easier to use? Well, right now they're, they're too weak to move. If you move them in their current state, they might not make the travel. <sighs> All right. Do you know what else is in there? Is that something you might know? Or? Nothing good. I'll tell you that. And they all start cackling. And they, they say, think about where you got it from. No, yeah, we I beat up some kind of demon guy. Right, we kicked its ass. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like a beam. Oh, okay. Was it him? Uh, that was one of... Uh, she says, it wasn't that one, but one like it lives inside. One much more powerful. Ooh. Great. All right. <clears throat> so, um... Uh, uh, could you steer me towards something that might help me out? Or is this uh, where we part ways? Uh, so at that point, Varda says, look, we answered your questions, and then Tara holds up a hand and says, no, no, no. Uh, we have much to do. If you have further questions, there'll be further prices. If Can not... I... Yeah, what are you going to say? Uh, just one question, and um, I look toward... Uh, was it John Dean, the one who wanted to... She looked like she wanted to help us. Uh, well, she seems sympathetic. She wanted to help fix. herself or something. Yeah, and uh, when, oh, okay. and all that did was have Tara tell things a little bit more information. Okay, I just I look at John Dean and I'm like, 
Would Elminster be able to help me bring Tommy back? All, right, all three of them hiss in unison as soon as you say that word, and they're like, get out. Ugh, okay. I know, he's an asshole. <laughs> all right, so... Um, Everyone roll a perception check. Okay. <laughs> I got a nat 20. Okay. Nice. <laughs> I also got a nat 20. Well, okay. Well, group success. All right. So um, as you hear their cackling uh, at the various things that they find funny for some reason, you realize that's the same cackling you heard when the wolves attacked you. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, was Fernando even there? Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, when the wolves attacked you just a minute ago. Yeah. When those when you were fighting the Typhon and these two wolves came Oh, out. the vampire. The and vampire the little cackling yeah. boys came yeah. and they, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh. I mean, I, I think most of you yeah, caught yeah. up on that, but I'm just throwing that out yeah. there again. But we can yeah, let yeah. it slide. Fernando was going to ask them a question, but he doesn't trust them after the vampire werewolves showed up. So, <laughs> I mean, you can ask a question. It seems like when Esso had a specific question, they wanted something monetary. When it depends on the like how heavy the question is, but they're also looking like they're getting a little impatient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You like anybody paying attention would see Fernando like messing with like a thir- he's got a so he's got a ring on each of his ring fingers and he's like fiddling with them but he's not at, he's not saying anything. All right, so we're leaving the clearing. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the best. Yeah, I'm not in any shape right now to mess with three hags. All right, <laughs> I have no spells idea. left. <laughs> I have I have some spells left, but like. <laughs> all right, so you all leave the clearing, heading back. Well, to war- you stay before, in the clearing. Before we walk away, no, they can start to, to genre. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hang back a few paces. Okay. And I'll, and I'll look. I'll ask them. I was like, well, I'll leave for now, but if I come back, and I accept your offer on the eye, could you tell me more about all this? That and more, says Jean Dean in a subjective suggestive way. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, as you're walking away, you notice that the the sweat is pouring down Mother Tara's um, hair and down her face, and she takes off her scarf to sort of wipe away her brow. And you notice this like cut, this like deep in, indentation around her neck, and she puts it back on as you leave. Mm, okay. Mm. Interesting. All right. And with that, the credits roll as you guys make your way back to Hillsfar. Um, before we end the night, I'd like to send a letter off to Leo to see if I can meet up with him. Okay, what would what? Uh, just do you want to meet him? Does it say where, when? Yeah. Um, just that I need to talk to him as soon as possible. Okay, that works. Uh, anything else you guys want to discuss uh, before we end tonight's session? Uh, is there anything that I mentioned? with the Tommy sword business that's a little confusing that I, you want me to reiterate? All pretty uh, clear? I, I, I yeah, think I, I get it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think before we head through the portal back to Hillsfire, uh, Fernando would be like, uh, I I could... Um, I, I need to go grab my things uh, from my room. Before yeah. Did you need some help or something? I can carry some stuff back for you if you want. Uh... No, it's I don't not know how much, you have, much. But... It's not much. 
so, so close. Um, the sort of after the credits roll and you see the like <laughs> next to the credits little picture of the <laughs> the packing for college <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, as the last credits uh, roll pans back to the the manor house where uh, you're all standing around a large table and Aryan removes the dagger from her boot. You take out the seal that you got from Thistle's Manor and the blade. And as you slide uh, the dagger into that, there's a small uh, slit in the in the um, emblem. Goes through, locks into place, and then all of a sudden the blade begins to glow like this pale golden light that appears over it. And that's where we'll end tonight's session, guys. Good time. That, cool. that was fun. Cool. I enjoyed that very much. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty good. We didn't spend uh, hours, hours wandering around a mansion we couldn't get into. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really want to get the because you know the the siege is coming and I want to get those mob rules down. But I think they're starting mm-hmm. to make sense to me. It's a different mentality, but yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. it sacrifices realism for speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so. and it's, that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for playing. Um, yes, I thank you, man. I think on Sunday, like I mentioned, uh, we're gonna do. I got it. Oh, if you haven't already, please put your dates in. I think most of you have. Oh yeah, uh, I haven't. Sorry. I think Sunday we're gonna do like the Manor Day and possibly the the Court Connection. Alex might change his mind <laughs> now that you have the actual sword, but I'm always yeah. down to put someone in jail. <laughs> who are we? Do, do we have a plan for who we're giving the sword God, to? I will literally banish his ass before that. Happens. Hold on, let me hear Aryan's question first. I mean, does this mean I'm the leader of Cormir now? Uh, depends who wields it. And remember, it does have restrictions. It didn't like you sneak attacking people, and it didn't like certain things that you were doing. It has an alignment. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you have a question, Seb? I was gonna ask the group, like. Have we decided, like, who is, uh, like, who we're giving the sword to? Like, are we just going to give the sword to the old king? I vote for Thistle. I vote it stays in my hand. No. <laughs> you don't know how to see the no. we, we need Cormir on our side, and the best way to do that would be to be the rulers of Cormir. I mean, Queen Dana does have a nice wing to it. Uh... All of y'all need to calm down. Do you really want to be stuck to a throne with all the paperwork? You're, you're literally a glorified babysitter. That sounds, that's I, I, I do actually, I do actually agree with Lord Dana Thistle. Really enjoyed be, yeah, doing paperwork. Economy. <laughs> I do yeah. agree. I think Lord Thistle actually sounds like a pretty good option. Yeah. Now, whether or not he would take it, I don't know. But yeah, I actually like that idea. I think it's very good. Yeah, makes sense all to right. me. Well, we'll keep that on the back burner and uh, see where this goes. Um, I mean, uh, certainly he might be very appreciative to us since we did literally save his life. He might mm-hmm. actually consider that, uh, yeah. To be... If you know anything about him, you do know he likes his paperwork. He's the one that put this whole yeah, licensure yeah, thing into... That is true. He just really likes putting in decrees. Yeah. And also, his crest was part of the Sword of Cormier, so... Yeah. Seems um, yeah. like a like a red flag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. He's keep it. No. You could keep it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Figs uh, can be in charge of the Navy. Yeah, it's fine. I'm good well, I mean, Figs could still be in charge of the Navy. Maybe Lord Thistle will institute him as the head of the Navy. That's right. Admiral Figs. I'll finally have the Royal Figs Navy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, immediate first decree. Full-on war with the Harpers. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. Naval bombardment. 
<laughs> I, just, I just want to throw out that Elminster is a harper. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> but anyway. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Le- Leo I and Elminster. Well, Elminster is Elminster, but Leo definitely is a harper. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when, when, when Elminster is uh, being on this plane of existence, he probably head in that direction, but, you know, he's all over the place. Anyways, guys. I really want wizards to make Elminster a planeswalker in Magic the Gathering. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. That would be pretty <laughs> I think that'd be sweet. Hysterical. So the, the, the Typhon you guys fought today was from Theros. Also the... Really? Yeah, oh, the oh, nice. Magic the Gathering Theros. Uh, so Magic the Gathering has a, a Theros set, and they have a D&D crossover where they made a campaign. So it's all very, think- like, Greek or Roman mythology kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. So. Super Hydra. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. All right. I'll see you guys all, all later. Right. Thanks for playing. Have a great yeah. week. See you guys later. Bye. 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 Bye.